We are live. Welcome to the Sauscast. We are getting lit over here. I'm telling you, people are getting loose over here right <laughs> now. Up. Finding a lot of things. Welcome to the Sauscast. This is where finance meets romance. I almost said romance meets finance. Natalia says, no, no, no. You got to go money first. Then you go sex. Money, sex, finance, romances, money and relationships meet. Episode 51. My name is Adam Sosdick, and we're all here for you. Gentlemen, we are here for you. We want to see male improvement, male self-improvement, whether that's financially, whether that's physically, whether that's sexually, whether that's anything on the planet that a male can improve upon, that's what we're here. But specifically, male self-improvement financially in the sexual marketplace, we just want to see you win in life. One of the things we always say here on the Sauscast is we want to see you get laid, we want to see you get paid, and do it your way. Thank you, Natalia, right there. Yes. And it's only here on Valuetainment, the number one channel on the planet for entrepreneurs. So before I introduce my stellar, stellar, stellar panel, Natalia, how you feeling? What's I'm going on? What do the people need to know? Super, super the excited The one lady today. over here. Yes, <laughs> I'm the one lady in here. I'm super, super excited. We've got a sick lineup. Uh, I just want to say, make sure you guys get your questions ready. Make sure you guys first start and like the video. We have uh, 70 people watching so far, so I should expect... Oh. 115 watching that jumped. Oh, quick. we're gonna get up to a thousand, no problem. So People, let's get on sure, the ball. Get yeah, on the ball. Let's make sure we like the video, comment, give us some good questions because we have a very interesting yes, lineup. We do. I like to say. So let's go. Thank you, Natalia, for that uh, lovely rundown of what the people can expect today. Um, speaking of what to expect today, let's get to know our panel. This is a men's panel. Usually mm -hmm. we've got. I don't know if we've ever had more than two men on the panel. It's usually two or three women and maybe a lucky man. Mm -hmm. But I said, all right. We got this guy. We got this guy. Let's just let's bring the best of the best of what they do onto the panel. So let's just start with my left and go around the go around the around the horn. So what do I call you? Do I call you, you Trey? Do I call Trey. you the poor man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just call me Trey. <laughs> like I'm all about saving money. I'm all about people being financially independent. I'm yeah. just gonna be like, look at this poor mother right here. No, but yeah, that's no. what you gotta act yes. like you poor though. Gotcha. So no matter how many views, no matter how much revenue I get, okay, poor man. <laughs> so Trey. Yeah, ex rugby player, mm -hmm. and you what? You're a male self improvement coach. What? Well, how would I, you describe yourself? I, on the channel, I'm a yes. YouTuber. I do you're say a that I'm a YouTuber. I'm of course. Uh, Over a half a million subscribers. I don't want to do you short. How yeah, many now? Well, six hundred thirty-three thousand. Who's, who's counting, counting though? Right? right? Yeah, exactly. who's counting? Nobody, you know, who's caring? But um, yeah, I, on the channel, I talk about feminism. I talk about the death of the American family, and I'm a men's rights advocate. So men's pretty right much advocate. by 2022 standards, a professional misogynist. <laughs> I guess that's Just it. advocating for men's rights puts you in the uh, mis uh, misogynist category. Yeah, just, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, welcome, bro. I know you did a show with Jedediah earlier. How'd that go? That was great. Yes. Where did Fun. you guys butt heads on? We really, in all honesty, we didn't butt heads until the end. Okay. We, we talked about... Um, like literally the last 10 minutes yeah. we talked about who should have the final decision oh. in a marriage yeah. so you already know Jet but outside that of that game, yeah. yeah outside of that though we of agreed course. to pretty much anything awesome. and it, it makes it a little bit harder sometimes because when y'all agree on everything there's not that uh that kind of combativeness aspect yeah. of the podcast but it was still fun. so you're saying you want to cause drama around here and fight a little because <laughs> no, it'll cause no, it'll get more views no. got it all right well welcome bro sterling cooper in the house if you're familiar with him then you're probably watching some stuff on uh, YouTube or on uh, uh, the <laughs> internet that maybe you you don't want your parents knowing that you're watching. Clear that browser history. Uh, clear that browser <laughs> history, exactly. Sterling Cooper, um, award-winning adult film star and also a male sex coach. Yeah, and uh, used to be a high-class high male companion as well. Uh -huh. Oh, I didn't. that was not What's on that? the bio. A high-class yeah. male companion. Okay, yeah. gotcha. How'd you get into that? Yeah. 
dude, this is a long story. Like, <laughs> you don't just kind of like fumble your way into that. It was very, yes. very deliberate, very planned out. Uh, you know, I'm a, I, I'm a pervert at heart and I'm like, how can I get paid for this? <laughs> you know? And you said, you, you're saying, an be- you were saying before, right? Like finances come first and then, then the sex for me yeah. was the other way around. Wow. The sex came first and the money so came. So what we say is around here on the Silescast, this is where finance meets romance. You're like, uh, 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 uh. Romance first. <laughs> yeah, flip that, the shit, finance. flip that shit around. <laughs> gotcha. But uh, yeah, these days I take my ex- vast amount of experience uh, having sex under like high pressure situations, mm-hmm. shall we say? To teach guys how to overcome the most frustrating bedroom performance issues they have. Awesome. So we're going to cover some of that today. You know, how to use that tool properly. (laughs) Use that tool properly. And now (laughs) we got my guy D1 in the house. Yes, sir. He has never watched anything that Sterling has done. Never. For sure. (laughs) Never. Uh, Rapper. Yeah. Former baller. For sure. Okay. You were also the, uh, the, was it the... uh, the high school what, what were you in high school you were what, the homecoming king homecoming king oh. <laughs> like i wasn't the homecoming king i forgot what that even term was all right, all right. just all around solid dude yeah okay and he you talk about i know this for a fact i don't mean to look at the card you talk about being real mm-hmm. being righteous mm-hmm. and being relevant and you're doing all three of those things three is up shout out to slingshot david right there my man so um and i also you're the first correct me if i'm wrong First rapper to be appointed by the governor of Louisiana. What was that story? For sure. So um, I recently got appointed by the governor of my state, uh, Louisiana, to the Louisiana Council for the Success of Black Men and Boys. So that made me the first rapper in Louisiana history to ever become an appointee of the governor. Wow. Yeah. So I'm in some rooms. I'm I'm around some people. I'm present for some conversations and some policy changes that are... other rappers have not been privy to Sick, prior man. to me, so I'm thankful. And then the Harvard thing is not a play on words. You're actually getting enrolled into Harvard for what yeah. type of program? Yes, sir. So I'm doing a fellowship at Harvard University. I start next week. Um, wow. A lot of people are like, congrats, you're going to be a student at Harvard. I'm like, no, it's a difference. I'm a fellow. A fellow is yes. different from being a student. When you're a student, you pay to go there. Yes. When you're a fellow, you get paid to go there. What you know a nice I mean? young fellow we got yeah. in the house. So right I've been there. doing like the, uh, the, the, it's called the Nazir Jones Hip Hop Fellowship. So Nas, my favorite rapper has a fellowship named after him really and i was i was granted that fellowship so nas has a fellowship with harvard how did that all kind of work yeah, out? yeah i think harvard uh recognized a while ago that nas has made contributions to the culture of hip-hop 100%. that are like unprecedented you know compared to a lot of other rappers so hip-hop being such a new genre of music mm-hmm. it's becoming a lot more ingrained in college campuses and co- there are courses on hip-hop now and the impact it is having on the community so uh so they named this fellowship after Nas. i used to be a teacher so for me academics and hip-hop that's been my niche all along because i was a teacher i was mr augustine before i was d1 wow you know what i mean i quit okay. teaching to become a rapper so now i get to merge both of them the background in academics, the background in hip hop, and um, I'm gonna be on Harvard's campus, man, recording the albums and and podcasting, and doing mixtapes and doing research during the day. It's about to be lit. So if bro. you're in Cambridge, Massachusetts, just we're oh. one week away from D1 being oh, there. I'm about okay? to take over. So to that's take sick. Over. So for the for for the people watching, I know a lot of a lot of men watch our show and watch our watch our channel. We have a very diverse panel. Okay, men's right activist, yeah. former athlete. Uh, I want to say that you were a rugby player, correct? Yep. Yep. You do a different type of ath- athleticism. <laughs> you, you know, a lot of stretching, a lot of uh, hydrating that needs to get done in your line of work, Sterling. And again, award-winning, okay? And then rapper and fellow, new fellowship at Harvard. So there's a very diverse 
panel here, and we're all here to help you. I know for a fact you're going to take something away from this episode from one of these three gentlemen, if not me as well. And at the end of the episode, I'd like to hear from you guys out there in your comments what translated the most to you? What resonated the most to you? Was it something, you know, that Trey said? Was it something that Sterling said? Was something that D- some knowledge that D1 dropped? Let us know because we make these shows for you. Okay. With that being said, this is where money and relationships meet. This is where finance meets romance. So let's start with just the basics so we understand who you guys are. Let's understand your relationship status and how you guys each make money these days. So let's start with you, D1. Relationship status and how you make your money today. Relationship status, not in a relationship, uh, not married, um, want to be, you know what I mean? Looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Um, How I make my money. Go ahead. What were you about to say? No, I was just going to say with all the concerts that you're doing, all the panties getting thrown your way while you're on stage... You got to have a a, you know. a lineup of uh, ladies that uh, want to be the next uh yeah. D2 or you know, Mrs. I, yeah, D1. I've had uh I've had about 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 500 women tell me that God has told them that they're my wife and that I'm their husband. <laughs> wow. I've, had, I've had about 500 women in real life come up to me at concerts or on on social media and tell me that God told them yes that I'm their husband and that they're my wife. So mm. Uh, God apparently lied to 500 women because <laughs> that. I'm, Are you calling God a liar? No, that's the thing, bro. Like I'm calling them liars, you wow. know, and they're lying on God, man. So they say, "Hey, listen, I just got to tell you, D1, I got a huge crush on you. God told me that I'm destined to be your wife." That's exactly. That's and you're exactly. like, okay, I've heard that story before. This is. Yeah, be like, hey, let me introduce you to uh, to Brittany because Brittany told me the same thing last oh, wow. week. Come here, yeah. Let, how about y'all talk? And, and I, gotcha. I bet all five hundred of them are thinking they're so unique and individual. Yeah, like, but like, I bet, I bet he's never had a girl he's say never, this to him. Right? Yeah, wow, four hundred exactly. more. Yeah, yeah, bro, it's it's crazy. So I, uh, but you want to get married though? Definitely want to get married, bro. I come <laughs> from uh, a two parent household. That's mm-hmm. rare in the black community, but I'm super blessed that uh, my parents been married over forty years at this point. Yeah. My grandparents were married. For for 66 years before my grandma passed away wow. recently so um i want that i do and um and it's hard because i live a different lifestyle than anybody in my family i come from a family of blue collar workers you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh they got married real young my grandpa was fresh out the army he was a plasterer you know building houses and met my grandmother you know she was 18 he was 23 bam they got married after three months of knowing each other they got married my pops he was 21 years old. My mom was 18. They met each other, fell in love. Bam. Next thing you know, they get married. But they have, they've had the same careers their whole life. It's been very much just a traditional lifestyle. Me, here I come, entrepreneur. You ask, how do I get paid? Yes. Man, I get paid from royalties from my music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So everyone who's streaming D1's music, I get paid royalties every month from that. I get paid from speaking engagements, being a keynote speaker all across the globe. Mm-hmm. I get paid from concerts. I'll be flying to Oakland tomorrow morning to do a concert you know what i mean i just left dallas doing a speaking engagement i get paid like that i get paid from brand endorsements and partnerships um of course i'm an investor on the side so mm-hmm. you know you got real estate investments you got stock investments and whatnot so i do all these things but along with this comes like a different lifestyle than anybody in my family has ever lived of course and along with this lifestyle comes uh a lot less uh a lot less stability and a lot more options mm-hmm. in terms of who to be with. A lot less stability because I'm not seeing the same environment every day. I'm seeing what Miami has to offer today. I'm seeing what Oakland has to offer tomorrow. Of course. I saw what Dallas has to offer yesterday. You know what I mean? And it makes me very ambitious to where 
it's not just about women that these cities have to offer. It's about the fact that, like, man, like, my engine is always, like, running with ideas and with wanting to get to that next level and being like, yo, I got a network and a family down here in Miami, but I got people out there in, in Dallas, and I just want to connect the dots. That type of stuff is amazing. So to get with someone who just comes to the table like, yeah, I got a pretty face, a big booty, and some nice breasts, you know what I mean? That's not enough for me. You're going to need more than that. That's not enough for me, bro. Okay. And, and where I come from, and unfortunately this generation that I was birthed into, um, a lot of women feel like that right there like automatically reserves them a high-quality man, you okay. know what I mean? Or it qualifies them for just getting a dude that's just got it Can possible. I tell you what I'm going to love about this episode is because... Um, I don't want to let the cat out the bag, but you said you had no clue what the red pill community was. You've never even heard that terminology. Nah, never heard okay. it. Okay, well, you're about to learn today. Oh, you're going to learn today. <laughs> you're going to learn today. But you sound pretty red pill yeah. based well, on that comment men, right there. Most men that get a lot of women tend to be red pill and eight. There it is because right there. Because they have more interaction. Okay, with so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna inform him in a second. Right. Before we do... <laughs> You said a girl's gonna have a, have more than a pretty face, a fat ass, and some titties to for, yeah. to get with D one. Yeah. Uh, Sterling Cooper in the house. Let's talk about that a little bit. Break down your relationship status and how you're making your money, and believe me, expand upon that a little bit if you will. Okay, well, I'm not gonna go into super specific detail with the relationship stuff, but let's just say I'm in multiple relationships hmm. right now. Okay. Uh, multiple relationships that, that might be news for any of those girls who are listening in my fairness I don't, yes. I don't lie to them I tell them I'm not exclusive to them straight up okay. they know that they're exclusive, okay. they're exclusive to me yes. right? they're they, my, they're they my girl that? they know that yeah they know that yeah, they, they accept that deal when they, yeah. they met me yeah, the first time. Yeah, yeah. So they're my girls. You get a little they money, don't, you get they some don't, options. They don't see anybody else. <laughs> yeah. They're mine. Uh, you know, I'm looking at... I'm tr thinking about starting a family with a couple of them in the next year. With a couple year. of them? In the next year, yeah. Separate families yeah. or all together? Separate at the moment. Okay. My grand plan, if, we're, yes. if I'm going to go into detail, my grand plan is to move all of my families together in one big property and have like... Sister wives. Bingo, sister wives. Yeah, that's sister exactly that's the correct term. Are we going to see it. you on TV in a different way? I don't know, maybe sister wives. Okay, <laughs> yeah. All but right. That's, that's the that's the current situation, and and they're basically in different countries all around the world. Gotcha. Right now. So how many in South Florida? Uh, in South Florida, there's no wives here. No wives. There's here. no wives. In no Florida. wifey potential down no, here. Not in Miami, man. <laughs> Straight up, huh? you ain't you ain't finding a wife in Miami. Wow. Ooh. That's my. This is my problem. I've lived here my entire life, forty-one years now. Yeah. I tell, you, I tell you, like, perfect yes. example, I've lived in Miami now for about a year and a half. Yep. Like, I go to Europe for, like, two weeks, I have a girlfriend. Mm. Mm. And she's and she's sticking around for, like, a year without me even seeing her. Why mm. do you think that, though? Why? Why do you think why that? Why do I think which part? Like, why do you think when you go out there, you can find a girlfriend like that and out here is... I think that in Eastern Europe, the culture is very, very different. Mm. Okay. In Eastern Europe, for example... A girl is looking for a husband. Mm -hmm. She's looking to commit to somebody, and and they're pretty based out there. Like a Romanian girl, she knows that if okay, if a dude's worth his salt, if a guy's making some decent money, he's probably going to be screwing around a bit. Yeah, behind her back. That comes with the territory. It comes saying. with the territory. Of it's like, much of, more of, expected of, out there. Yeah, like okay. they, you know they they used to like mafia bosses and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like okay, a guy comes around, he's got a bit of money. All right. As long as he takes care of me, 
I don't care that he's seen some hoe on the side. Mm. They don't care. They, as long they as, literally you, use as long words. as she's the main one. Yeah, yeah, as long as she's the queen. She's happy. Okay, so, so yeah. out of your girls, do they know? Do they all think they're the main? Let's just leave that. Natalia, <laughs> 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 you're going to get Sterling I'm in sorry, trouble. What are you doing? Okay, what show. are you doing? And then, uh, Sterling, career-wise, where are you at right now financially? What are you focusing on? How are you making your money? So, nowadays, most of my money is made through my info products, you could say. So, the advice I give out for free on YouTube and stuff, I also have a bunch of products I sell that help guys overcome all the different problems they face in the bedroom, like performance anxiety, premature ejaculation, teaching them how to lay pipe properly, teaching them how to get their girl off, how to make them squirt, how to make them orgasm, all this sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, that's my primary income stream right now. I also dabble in crypto. I also run uh, OnlyFans accounts for girls. So that's another stream of income I have. For women? Yeah, I run their accounts for them. Okay. Yeah, so there's a, there's a few different sources right now. Respect. We're going to yeah. touch more on all that for sure. D1's like, oh, what's just happening? You know what's funny, do you? Like, listening to your story a second ago, I'm like, damn, me and him have so much in common. Like, two-parent household. Yep. Right? Okay. Married their entire life until my mother passed away, unfortunately, but yep. still 35 Sorry, years married, man. right? Yep. Uh, what you call, like, uh, you guys would call like a valedictorian. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was me. That was you? Yeah, you know, double degree in chemistry, university degree. Yep. Like, Dang, I'm like, bro. damn, like, we got such similar backgrounds, but we've both gone like. We were like yeah. separated at birth. You know what I mean? Like, we were like, it's like, yeah, we had we had the same upbringing, but then I took this route yeah. and you took this well, route. But we didn't, neither of us took like the, the path that was kind of laid out for us. Neither one. Neither right? one. Which is interesting. Yeah. D1 said that he's never watched porn in his life. I've never watched porn in my life, bro. Good man. It's crazy. I'm too, I'm too, I, I, I preached. To, this is a channel about self-improvement I yes. tell guys don't watch porn straight up I tell yeah. them not to watch it so why, why do you, you tell them that? because the okay because the kind of guys yes. who are gonna there's two this you can't help everybody yes right the kind of guy who wants to be helped mm -hmm. is gonna seek out my YouTube content he's gonna come to me for advice he's gonna come to me to help with this you know I, I'm ejaculating too quickly I can't get my, my dick hard blah 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 he's gonna come to me and actually take my advice and get some help and then there's a, there's basically every other dude on the planet who is too lazy, they ain't putting any effort in, they don't want to be helped. Mm -hmm. Okay, watch my porn, I'll make money off that too. <laughs> like, there's no reason to come down that. to the 80 20 rule. You know, that 20% of the people are doing 80% of the business, 20% of the rappers are actually finding success, 20% yeah. of the YouTubers are finding mm -hmm. success, whereas the other 80% are just all talk. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're finding? Basically, yeah. I wow. have a question though. Do you, but do you think, because you preach like not for people to watch it, how do you feel knowing that like you're. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. How do you feel like you're like part of like funding or like giving people access to watch it when you're You're basically saying you're talking it. out of both sides of your mouth. Like you make money on it, that's your career, but you're also yeah, advocating not. Is that so. what you're asking? Yeah, but not in a rude okay. way, if that makes sense. It was no, rude. she's being rude. She's I'm being rude. To be I can tell. Like, honest, <laughs> she's rude. That is a question. Like, you know, you say you don't watch it, but then you sell it. Mm. So mm. I'm not putting a gun to anybody's head okay. and making them watch my porn. Mm. Gotcha. Same way, same way, like I could say, like I smoke cigars, mm -hmm. right? I know cigar smoke is not healthy for me, mm -hmm. right? It, there's the potential for like tongue and mouth cancer. Mm -hmm. I still enjoy a cigar. Mm -hmm. And I'm not running around saying ban all cigars. Yeah. I am an adult and I can make my own decisions as can every other adult on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I'm responsible for the consequences of my decisions. So if I want to smoke a cigar, okay, maybe it's going to lead to some bad health problems later down the line. But for now, I enjoy a cigar. 
So same for the dude who wants to sit there and watch porn. Mm -hmm. He has a choice to make. I'm going to sit here and tell him, hey, man, like you probably if you start becoming, you know, addicted to this or habit forming around this, Mm -hmm. probably not the best thing for you long term. Mm -hmm. He can take that advice or he can ignore it and he's still responsible for his own actions. Right. So that's how I look at it. Gotcha. It's just like people who say they're socialist and then they go and buy a mansion. Yeah, yeah. Bingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta play the game. Dude. Or they tweet about being a socialist on their iPhone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Made by guys. That's, that's, yeah. Or, or, that or that's take, what activism is now. Yeah. Just they take tweet. their private <laughs> yeah. jet to a conference yeah. about, <laughs> socialism. about socialism. Yeah, or about uh, air pollution or yeah. <laughs> global warming. Dude, it's ridiculous. Double standards. All right, Trey, let me serve you up. Okay, so and your relationship status and how you're making your money these days. I am married, uh, making money. I was a uh, track athlete in Division One in uh, college, six-time All-American. Then I went on. In after, track? Yeah, in track. What sport? Or within track, I'm saying. Well, you're running, oh, you're jumping, yeah, you're pole vaulting. 100 meter, 200 meter, 400 meter. I was your guy. I could do anything. Fast as fuck. I'm just running. Anything okay. to get that scholarship <laughs> under is what I'm doing. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. I was running. Yeah. And then after wow. that, literally went from college straight into rugby. I played for three months before I made the USA national team. Wow. So I was a professional rugby player, and I know professional track athletes, professional football players, uh, professional uh, rugby players, obviously, and mm-hmm. I definitely agree with what he's saying in terms of there's usually an understanding. These guys are gone for two or three weeks at a time, things happen. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about that kind of caliber, a guy that's bringing in multi-millions, generally speaking, there's some kind of agreement, not all mm-hmm. the time, but sometimes. But so yeah, I'm married and I, I, I played rugby. Now I predominantly make most of my money from YouTube. Gotcha. I have other things that I'm doing too, crypto, stocks, boring stuff. But most of the money's coming in from YouTube. Yeah, and how often are you doing content on YouTube? Are oh, you I'm daily every oh, day? I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm posting really? daily. Yeah. Mm. And uh, the majority of your content is what? Male self improvement, yes. men's rights, what? Yes. I'm talking about feminism. I'm talking about how men can protect themselves from certain ways that feminism can be used to take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I I'm just kind of a voice. I'm 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 looking at certain situations. And I'm giving it from a male perspective and then telling other men who are thinking the same thing why they may be thinking that. Got it. And That's how old essentially are you? 26. 27. 26. Actually, I just turned 27. All right. It's easy to forget sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and how long have you been married? Two years now. So you got married when you were 25. Yes. Young yeah. to get married. Yeah, that's what they say. Where did say. all this wisdom come from? Uh, At I, such a young age. In all honesty, I got most of my values from Christianity. Uh, okay. But then I seen a lot of the... The neglect to enforce the rules in Christianity, and I've seen a lot of people who say they're Christian just kind of using it as a, a guise to do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the steal the bike and pray kind of thing. Like instead of praying for a bike, steal a bike and then ask for forgiveness. Uh, that kind of I've seen a lot of people kind of doing that, and I kind of backed out of it. But I got a lot of the my moral values from Christianity, mm-hmm. and it turns out when you're focused on a goal like trying to be a professional athlete and you're truly disciplined in it it's hard to be degenerate because you're focused mm-hmm. on something right. so you know i just it was easier for me to focus in because i had a goal and i've always had goals so that's what i try to do respect and where do you live i live in fort worth texas now so you're in texas you're all over the map right now but Te- based in I south pay, florida I, I pay rent in miami okay gotcha <laughs> shout out to justin if he's watching um and you're based in new orleans full-time new or orleans and atlanta New Orleans and Atlanta, yeah. gotcha. Better city to to be a rapper or, or to produce. Better city to be yes. a rapper, Atlanta. Really? Hands down. Damn. Hands down. The people in New Orleans are going to be upset when they hear this. They know. D1. They know. They they're gonna agree <laughs> no, they with me. Yeah, they're trying to leave too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. 
Uh, all right. Well, thank you for the introductions, everyone. Everyone looks great. Everyone's doing their thing. Um, Natalia, let's get to our first story. By the yes. way, um, like the video, subscribe to the channel. We do this for you guys. So show some respect to our content creators over here who came here for you guys. Now, with that being said, let's talk about, let's go from creating to providing. So I saw this story. Uh, this is a Pew Research poll. Okay. So if you're not familiar with Pew Research, they're probably the most credible research company on earth okay when they kind of speak people listen all right i know a lot of people don't find uh, the polls to be too trustworthy these days especially politically but this is a poll you can trust so the title of the article is this americans see men as the financial providers even as women's contributions grow so we're going to scroll in on a couple of these stats and we're going to have um our panel kind of assess where they're at with this kind of stuff. So here's the first thing that we're going to discuss. It says, for couples today, a growing share of women are providers, but the public still looks to men for family financial support. So let me kind of paint the numbers here, and then we can scroll out and, and get the, the feedback here. So in 1980, by the way, is anybody here 40 yet? Okay, I'm the only one that's 40 here. All right. Um, so when I was born, right there, 80, 81, um, Men, 87% of men were making more than women, okay? Uh, 13% versus uh, 87%. Now, today, in 2022, this is a poll, this, they're, they're only going back a few years to 2017, so that number is probably higher now. 31% of women were making more, than, um, more than, making more than men versus 69%. I'm willing to bet that is closer to 60-40 today, right? Just look at the trajectory, okay? Second poll. Our second stat, percentage of men and women saying that being able to support a family financially is very important for them. As you can see in the first results, men and women, men are in green, women are in yellow. Men and women are on the same page here. They're, they're basically saying, yes, we want the man to be the provider. They all can agree upon that. Now, it gets a little bit different when they say, all right, do you want the women to be a good provider for a, the family financially? The men says 25%, okay, whereas the woman says 39%. So let me just extrapolate that a little bit. When it comes to men providing, both men and women are on the same page, yes. The majority of men and women fully agree, yes, the men should be the provider. Now, when asked if the woman should be the provider, men, 75% are like, no, I'm good. I got this thing. Whereas 25% of men say, yeah, that'd be great. Even more so, the women Okay, 61% of women are saying, yes, the man should be the provider versus 39%. So we can scroll out there. So here's the deal. Um, you see these stats. Um, is there anything that's blowing your mind? You talk about this stuff all day long, mm -hmm. do you not? So is it is it fair to say that you're the breadwinner in your family? And what are your thoughts on a female being a breadwinner? Yeah, I, I, I am the breadwinner. Um, when it comes to a female being a breadwinner, it shows that statistically speaking, when the female's the breadwinner, you have a higher chance for divorce. Mm -hmm. So, and I think part of that is because it's not necessary that it's not necessarily that men don't like women that make a certain amount of money. It's not the money that's the problem. It's the characteristic traits that come with making that kind of money. Mm -hmm. So, if I have no time, I'm always. If you're making a lot of money, I'm assuming you're always busy. You're probably disagreeable. You're probably very assertive. Well, if I'm also. Uh, busy all the time i'm also disagreeable i'm also very assertive every day is going to be a war zone also mm -hmm. who's going to spend time with the kids mm -hmm. so if i have enough money as a man to provide for myself and a family 
I don't need you to also have the money to provide for you and a family, especially if you're still going to require me to pay all the bills. You see what I'm saying? So there's a lot of women that want to go out and work and make just as much money as men, but they don't want to pay the bills, as we've seen in the poll there. They don't want to pay the bills like they expect men to pay the bills. So they're exchanging their traditional values to be able to go and make money while still requiring a man to maintain his traditional values. Hmm. Now, so. Sterling, you thank you for that. Sterling, you said when we asked what you've done for work, at you said at, you started off being a male companion. Okay, so walk us through that. Meaning, women were paying you to kind of be the man in their life. Yeah, it's, it's actually really, really high earning women. That's too. what I assumed. Like multi-millionaires, of course, paying me. So, what was your experience with very uh, wealthy women paying you to be a companion? And then go deeper there. Meaning, are they even attractive? Would you actually hit it if they weren't paying you? Like, walk us through that. I don't know if there's yeah. anybody. I don't know anybody that's getting paid by women to do anything like that. So what your story is, is very unique. So I'd love to hear it. Yeah. What you found is that a lot of these women are very, very lonely. So imagine, okay, women in their mid thirties, generally earning, you know, multiple six figures and up. Mid thirties. Yeah. yeah. So I went directly to like woman who's 60 years old. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. Nope. Mid thirties. Mid thirties. Yep. Okay. And she, did you guys also go older women, or where'd you go mentally when you said he was a companion? I knew he was going to say that because I, I, really? I thought mid thirties would yeah, be accurate. Yeah, I, I really? thought that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're okay. still at the point where you yeah. desire it physically, ah. but you know. Did you also think that Natalia, when he yeah. said male companion, what age did you think? Um, I would say like late thirties, forties. Okay. Got it. I went way older. I went like sugar, sugar mama kind of yeah, a thing. That makes sense. Go on, sir. Yeah. Go on. I mean, sir. they would go a little bit higher. Yeah, but, like but, 40s, the, but the average was like mid thirties, and because they they've got they get into a point right. They're typically like career woman or entrepreneurial women, mm-hmm. and they're getting to a point where the kind of guy they want to be in a relationship with, the kind of the kind of guy that they want to take them out on a date, he ain't interested in them. Of course, that's their. That's basically their peer. And do the, they know? Do they? Do they understand why he's not interested? Do they elaborate on that? No, I don't think they do. But, they don't. But, but they, they understand that they can't get him, mm. and so I'm there to fill in that. Fantasy. Is it because of their age? Is it because of their looks? Is it because no. of the concept of hypergamy that, like, if you're making a quarter million dollars or a half a million dollars a year as a woman, you're only going to mess with a guy that makes equal to you yeah. or more than you. And the dating pool shrinks, right? Yeah. I mean, only ten yeah. percent of America makes more than one hundred fifty grand. Yeah, she yeah. wants a guy that's on her level, but that guy that's on her level doesn't want her. Doesn't want and the, her. And the guy that's on her level, let's say, is yeah. making a half a million dollars a year. Yeah, he doesn't care about your money. He just and, wants um, a young hot girl. Bingo. Exactly. Bingo. Yep. yep. He's going. He's okay. going for like the eighteen, nineteen year old secretary or, or whatever. Yeah. And that leaves her option, like, because she ain't willing to go down. Yeah. Right? She's not. Uh, and and go down financially, right? <laughs> so she's like, let me clarify yeah, that they're willing to go down, important. just not financially, <laughs> right? So she's like, okay, well, they, they still have this this craving, this urge, this desire, this yeah. need for that mm. companionship and that, mm. and that love. They want to feel beautiful again. Of course, they want to feel like they did when they were twenty. Yeah, mm. and mm. so I come in, I fulfill that role. I'm that guy that they're fantasizing about, yes. right? Wow. And she understands that it's a transactionary thing. Yes. But she suspend, she's able to suspend that disbelief for an evening so she can indulge in that fantasy. Is wow. it usually just an evening? Is it longer than yeah. that? Is it a, is it it can, a full-on relationship it, it, at some point? Yeah, it could, be, it could be a weekend away at a skiing trip. I've had that happen before. You know, they've taken me, taken me to New Zealand and we go on a skiing trip together for a whole weekend or 
It'll it'll be a kind of a relationship take, over several several times. They say you to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mind is getting blown over here. <laughs> you're a sugar baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. like at, the, okay. at, the, at that time, I did that for, like, do they four years. Always expect sex. Uh it's kind of implied, but it's not really the like. Ninety percent of the interaction is not about the sex, really. What is the, what is it's the mostly major- like whining and dining them at dinner, having conversation, asking them questions, uh, being genuinely curious, being present about them, being yes. present. Right? But they pay the bill. Yeah, they pay the bill. Oh yeah. my god! So when dinner comes, <laughs> so <laughs> we could stay here all day long. Right. Bill comes. I'm very clear to gentlemen out there. Like, listen. Anything to do with going out, dinner, drinks, you have to pay the bill. I agree. Okay. I agree. Okay. Unless you're in a circumstance <laughs> this, like this. A very unique circumstance. Does that ever break the fantasy? Does that ever kind of like. Not really. Or do they know before they even get that? They, like, they, know, they know beforehand. Okay. Okay. And, it's all, and, and one of the big things I kind of picked up on, because I was doing this when I was like 25 until mm-hmm. I was like 29. Wow. That was kind of my, my age gap when I was doing it. And what I really clocked on to really quickly was that I had to be super aware of not overreacting to the price of things on the menu. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like... Oh, oh, especially yeah. when you're mid-20s when yeah. you didn't have a lot yeah. of money, you're saying? Yeah, bingo. So I, I didn't have the money I have now. And so, like, I'm looking at, like, oh, it's like caviar or this mm-hmm. bottle of wine or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting like, God damn, that's expensive. <laughs> right, right. But I've got to play it cool yes. and not react that way when the bill comes or when we're ordering things. I oh. do this all the time. Yeah, James exactly. Bond. Exactly. Right. You got to be, be James Bond in that right. one. Another, like, a really great example, when I went on this, this skiing trip with this uh, Chinese millionaire, we were, we were walking around the town or whatever. She went to this jewelry store and she bought this pair of uh, earrings. And the pair of earrings cost, like, twice as much as she'd paid me for the entire weekend. Wow. wow. And I, I, had to, I had to play that off. I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, Mother, I should, I should, you could pay I should charge And how do you negotiate the rate with these women? I mean, we in Australia, this sort of thing's legal uh, or decriminalized, I should say. So we have like forums where we can advertise our rates and our services and things. And, wow. And you and for like longer trips, you sort of negotiate a price with the with the with the client. Do you still do that anymore? I do that anymore because that's that's illegal in America. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And was there a point where you're like, ah, all right, I've had enough? Was it like a bad experience or was it like, all right, I've made my money? Was it like, I feel degraded? These women don't respect me. <laughs> Did you start I, liking it? You're a look, piece of meat, I, Australian, look, you know, man, meat. Like, I, I'm a piece of, I signed up for being a piece of meat. Like, yeah, it's not me. I, I never felt disrespected. And they're they're yeah. always fantastic. They're always lovely. It, it got to the point, really, I, I transitioned into porn mm-hmm. because I just had this burning desire to to do that i'd always wanted to see if i could be a porn star got it it was actually i i actually had um i had a family member passing away from cancer and when when someone's dying from cancer like you think about death a lot you know it's, right. it's, right. of course it's not like someone get hit by a car like bam they're gone it's like tragic right. it's yes. like this thing's inevitable and it's coming mm-hmm. and so i thought about death for, for a while and there was a period of about 30 days straight where i woke up every morning and i asked myself the exact same question I said, if I died today, what's the one thing I would regret having never done in my life? Mm-hmm. And for 30 days straight, the answer was porn. Really? <laughs> wow. Really? I, I don't know why. So I just, were I, you one of the guys who watched porn? Yeah, I used to watch porn all the time. Yeah. Oh, and then you just... Yeah. Oh, I see. And now, and then I just, so would you promote <laughs> that if a guy watches, hey, be a porn star, would you promote that? No, because norm, it's one of those industries where normally you it wouldn't help you. Okay, like but if, it helps if, you. If you're a rapper, right, it probably helps you to listen to other rap music. Yeah, it right, does. And, you, yeah. and you get in, in, in you, you immerse get yourself. Yeah, you yeah. get inspired, right? Yeah. 
I, apart from like looking at it from like if you look at it from a technical perspective like mm-hmm. oh the lighting the camera angles the positions no, like yeah. how is he changing from one position to another you have to look at it technically which is how I actually look at porn now gotcha. I don't look right. at it as masturbation material I look at it like the lighting mm, is off in this yeah. scene I yeah. can't even watch it anymore <laughs> what is going on here the guy clearly isn't delivering pizza correctly I mean what is happening <laughs> why is this girl always stuck in the washing machine what is happening right. Adam. respect yeah man that's, that's how I look at it porn of course <laughs> so D1 you're, you're hearing you're hearing Trey man. kind of break down yeah, more man. of a traditional role of a man in a, in a in that's a, my long lost brother right okay. there everything yeah. he's saying I'm saying exactly. like, yeah. and obviously <laughs> more of a tradi- a less traditional role but also yeah. also the what a, the man's role in a relationship also traditional yeah how important is it for you for a woman's income are you familiar with the concept of hypergamy um nah okay so hypergamy is basically the concept of the act of dating up Women want to date up, mm-hmm. okay. Whereas men, like he said, if they're if you're a successful guy, mm-hmm. you'll bang the eighteen year old secretary. Whatever you're, right. Women are attracted to status, whereas men are attracted to looks. Fair enough. Thanks. So that's hypergamy. That's the kind. So women will only typically date across the income uh, stream mm-hmm. or above, whereas men will take whatever they can get. So as far as you're hearing this, and you're the kind of the one person on the panel that's like, ah, I'm not going to watch porn. Yeah. I don't know about Red Pill. Yeah. How are you processing all this? Yeah, so I agree that most women who do well financially, they have a hard time finding a man. They do. Uh, I've seen it firsthand because they, they often neglect the fact that <clears> – <throat> A man is not attracted to their college degrees. A man is not attracted to their to their status. A man is not attracted to their salary. And they spend these years, their formative years, you know, in their in their mid twenties, their late twenties, their early thirties, trying to attain this status and whatnot. And by the time they get it, they realize that just like we spoke about, the guys who are doing better than them are totally like not drawn to these degrees and these job titles and these salaries that they have so i've seen that firsthand a whole lot um i think that for women who who want to be with guys who are going to like do better than them what they don't realize is that they they're contributing to this population of all these single women who is like wait how in the world are all these women in their 40s and their 50s who aren't ugly by any means you Mm -hmm. know how are they so single but that's what it is. It's just you have to ask yourself, am I willing to date a man who isn't as successful as me? I see some women who, to me, they beat the curve and they and they, they realize, whoa, I make a quarter million dollars a year. Not many men are going to make more than me. I'm willing to get with a man who makes 80000 a year um, because still socially that that he can make 80000 a year and be respectable, be an accountant or something like that. And you know what? socially that's not a bad look for me he's not a bus driver you know what i mean he's not a janitor somewhere so i see some women who will get with a man like that and oftentimes bro uh the the problem is that the women who get with these men who who make less money than them they have this dominant nature about them they have this they have this uh this natural assertiveness aggression Mm -hmm. that is just like Super unattractive to most men, you know what I mean? Especially a man that's doing well for himself. What is it that's unattractive? What's unattractive is no man is trying to be bossed around. No man is trying to be talked to like like you're the woman. I'm Christian, you know? By me being Christian, I look at it in a very traditional sense that the man should be the head of the household. Mm -hmm. The man should be submitting to God. The woman should be submitting to the man. 
Mm-hmm. You know, very controversial opinion these days. People are getting canceled out there for mm-hmm. having that point of view. Really, bro? That's mm-hmm. and that's crazy. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like that's part of the problem, though. Is that yeah. women who want to be this head of the household, whether it's financially, whether it's just opinion-wise, whatever it is, we're out of order in mm. society. We're out of order, and now you have these women who are super like dominant. But they're super lonely oftentimes mm-hmm. because the only type of man who's going to get with a woman who has this aggressive alpha type vibe and personality is a man who is clearly like a beta man, a submissive man, <laughs> yeah. a man, a man who it. is like it's true. Yeah. women hated, you know, God bless the dead. Women hated Kevin Samuels. You know, Kevin Samuels was speaking some real stuff. Yes. Well, so I, what, what I love about what's happening right now is because. You guys kind of, we all kind of play in the same sandbox right here in the man, the manosphere, the red pill. D1 doesn't know anything about it. He's doing his rapping thing, right? But as you're talking, you know that light bulbs are going off. You're like, yep, boom, Kevin Samuels. Yep, boom. Yeah, so, you know, man, some, woman, some into man, man, some into God. This is exactly what the red pill community mm-hmm. is all about. Am but, I wrong on yeah, this? You want to yeah, answer? Yeah, you're right. But th- what's going to happen is they're going to clip the part where we say, these characteristics are attributed to women that make a certain amount of money. They're going to say, look at these men say they can't handle a, a strong, independent, financially stable woman. <laughs> yeah. And that's how the, the narrative gets flipped. So you can have a whole panel full of men yeah. telling women without even rehearsing it, telling women the exact same opinion mm-hmm. and it'll still be seen as misogynistic. Well, I, that, which I think is incredible because we, did, did, by the way, did we talk up front what we're going to be talking about no. today? Nope. We we had five uh, minutes of introduction. How are you? This is Sterling. This is D1. This is Trey. How are you doing? Yeah. Guys, we're going to do a show today. We're going to encourage men to get better physically, financially, mentally, all that, emotionally, and we're just going to see where it goes. And obviously, we've gotten to this funnel right wow. here. So, yeah, I mean, wow. like you could have been like, yo, women are the boss. I said, like, you, like, yeah, not, None of this was planned, but we're kind of walking yeah. into exactly where you know. This people is how getting... men think, but exactly. unfortunately, yeah. when we are organic about what we think, yeah. they'll say they want us to communicate. But as soon as we communicate what we genuinely think, we're labeled as misogynist. Yeah. So oh, they, yeah, they, they, they know better, though, bro. At this point in time, most women know better. They know that a man does not want a dominant alpha type of woman. Like they know that. I had a woman tell me that. She was looking for Michelle Obama. She wanted to be the Barack Obama of her relationship. And she was looking for <laughs> Michelle. She told me this. We were out on a date. And, you know, at that at that moment. Say, you got the bell. At that she mo- wants to be the Barack and she's looking <laughs> for she's Michelle. Looking for Michelle. And you know that she is if she does find that guy, she is gonna be so unhappy. Unhappy. Exactly. Miserable. She is gonna be miserable. Now, why do you think she'd be unhappy, Sterling? Well, because it's not in her nature to to lead the relationship. Yeah. Women do not want to be they don't want that res- they're like allergic to that responsibility and that accountability. Yeah. Like especially the accountability part. Like women tend to want to defer to like the group. Mm-hmm. Think. When it yeah. comes to making decisions, when it comes, that's, that's why women on social media tend to go along with mm-hmm. whatever the mainstream narrative is yeah. a lot more often than men do. Yeah. That's why I think Rollo always says that men are more hierarchical. Okay, we have the we have the general, then we've mm-hmm. got the, the 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 lieutenant, then the yeah. major, and the captain. We get it. Yeah. Whereas women are more communal, yeah. social, if you will, yeah. the collectivism. They want everything to be equal, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's because they don't have to live in competition, though. Yeah. Like we have to compete for reproduction so mm-hmm. we're hardwired for competition mm-hmm. you know and that means that we're hardwired to accept criticism because the only way you can get better yeah. is if you can accept criticism from your boys but Trey, like, how do you how do you process that because women are also competing in the right. sexual marketplace women right. are want to look good they do their best they want to look put on their makeup put on their That's high fair. heels they're out there competing yeah but it's indirect competition okay like a woman ain't gonna if the if a nice looking girl walks into the room 
she's going to compliment her, but to her friend, she's going to say something, you know, to the side. Mm-hmm. It, it's because women, are, they compete, but it's indirectly. It's a look at this bitch. Yeah. Here, so, you know, it's just a different kind of competition. For men, it's a blood sport. That's you, like, just, you, see, you, just you know, gotta, this makes me think, have you seen, uh, obviously, you've seen Friday. We've all seen yeah, it, right? When she's like, hey, how you doing, girl? It's like, look at this hoe. <laughs> you know this part, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, think anyway. I think it's also because, like, men, like, people talk about, you know, women selecting men and you know, women being the sexual selectors, right, in mm-hmm. relationships, right, where men just take what they can get. But the reality is that men actually s- kind of select each other. Yes. Like, you put a group of men together and they'll naturally figure out who's the top dog. Like, mm. will men self-select into a hierarchy? Yes. Mm. And then women step back and take a look at what the men have done and be like, okay, that guy's the top dog. That's why women mm. love status. Go after him. That's yeah, why they love status. But do because guys look like look at that when, like, you look at a group of girls, do you look at them and say, hmm, which one is the head one? No, no, no not at all. Not if a woman is attractive, she's attractive. You, you don't care. You know what's funny? I asked that because yeah. I live in South Beach. I have a yeah, bar in South Beach. I'm out there. I always run into, like, a flock of girls, I call it. And I use flock... Respectfully, you know, they're <laughs> flocking around, right? And I'm always like, hey, ladies, what are you guys up to tonight? Or what are you guys up to this weekend? And, and I mean, I'll be with a couple of my boys or whatever, or maybe be at my bar, whatever we got going on. And they'll all kind of like look around, and I'll always be like, who's the leader of the group here? And they'll always know, oh, she is. Yeah. They'll kind of all look around and be like, yep, Sarah's, and like, and like Sarah will be like, yeah, like, what's up? Like, yes. So the women know that. That there's a certain girl calling the shots in, right. within that group. Is that kind of where you're going with this, yes, or what? Yes. Would you say that that's generally the one that's the most masculine, though? Oh yeah. The most usually. outspoken, yeah, we the don't most dominant. Yeah, yeah. Usually. Yeah. Usually. It's usually yeah. not the prettiest yeah. one. Yeah. It's nope. the, the one, one that's the most dominant. The right. It's the, Correct. Yeah. it's the one that's going to cock block you the most too. Bingo. Uh, that's what we look at. Oh, we look yeah, at the cock blockers. Okay. Well, I think what would be good here right now. Let's use what D1 stands for for maybe to kind of define women. D1 is known for obviously being a rapper, but your tagline, your slogan is "Be real, be righteous, be relevant." This is what you want. Men yeah. to do what people to do to what you stand for. Correct. So why don't we extrapolate that and say, what are the three things that we want from a woman? Mm. Why don't we do that, mm. right? I actually did an interview with Vince Vaughn recently at uh, an event called Model Volleyball. I saw Vince Vaughn. I said, hey, by the way, value tame. And he goes, yeah, he knew Pat. Okay. Small world. We did a little quick interview. And he, he saw me interviewing all the models at this event. Shout out to Model Volleyball. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, you know, I asked him what he was looking for in a woman or what advice he has. It's freaking Vince Vaughn, the man. And he goes, well, what do you think, um, like, what what are men looking for? Mm -hmm. And my answer, I didn't have, like, a canned answer. And I said, head, heart, and dick. (laughs) Meaning, okay, I need a girl that can stimulate my mind. I don't need an idiot. Like, Mm -hmm. I work in finance. I work in media. I'm not going to, you know parade around a moron okay heart because i'm not a callous individual i do believe in love but dick because i'm a man and i want to be attracted to attractive woman um and that's just kind of where i went with that so with that being said what are the three qualifications that you and i I don't think i even answered the question specifically and i'll come back to at the end what are the three qualities that you're looking for in a woman sophisticated submissive and sexy Hmm. That's the three right there. Yeah. Three S's, yeah. by the way. Yeah, you know, I'm going to do the word play. Exactly. I'm a rapper. So you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do that. It's a bar right here. You heard me? Real righteous and relevant. Straight I want up, a sophisticated, baby. 
What else? Submissive. Submissive. And sexy. Okay. So we all know what sophisticated means. You want a classy woman. There you go. Freaking the sh- uh, sh- a lady and, and, in the streets, freaking the sheets. And let's make sure that they know yes. that sophisticated doesn't mean that you had to have a 36 on your ACT or yes. that you had to go to an Ivy League school like Harvard or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sophisticated just means this culture where we celebrate women being ditzy and dumb yes. and, and, and fast and city girls and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Man, F that culture. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I want someone who's classy. Like, yeah. like literally. Is who, there a woman who comes to mind that is sophisticated? You mm-hmm. say, okay, that's the type of person that I... Just sophisticated. I'm not saying for all three. Mm, the sophisticated part? Yeah, uh, Michelle Obama. Okay, there it is again. Yeah, Claire Huxtable. <laughs> you know? All right. So, so sophisticated. Yeah, just classy. Because okay. I might have you in the hood with me one day in the Night Ward of New Orleans where I'm from. Yes. But I might have you on Harvard's campus with me the next okay. day. Mm-hmm. I don't need you thinking that, you know... Popping your booty, twerking, you know, to to the elevator <laughs> yeah. music and, and, and cutting up is, is is what's up. You know what Got I mean? It. There's a time and a place for that. You heard me? Yes. Don't get it twisted. Yes. There's a time and a place for You're that. You're gonna pop that thing, girl. Yeah. Just uh, not right but now. But not in front of <laughs> not in front of my classmates. You of know course. Okay, so sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, sophisticated, submissive. Submissive. Yeah, I'm that's the another le- terminology that gets thrown around mm-hmm. the red pill space. What does that mean to you? Yeah, that means that I'm the leader. Um, I don't mind being the breadwinner, you know. That that's not a that's not a a hard thing for me. That's not something that I'll ever go back and forth with a woman on. It's like, well, you need to be paying for this and da da da. No, God has blessed me, and I've made I've made moves in my life already that are going to benefit my future wife and my future kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know who they are yet. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I've already made financial moves, made sacrifices as a man. Things that I could have bought that would have just been a waste of money, I chose to make investments now that have multiplied and quadrupled Respect. that money. You know what I mean? To I the, think the same way, by the way. Yeah, bro. So, so you know, we met at a financial literacy oh, yes, conference. exactly. You We're going to touch me? on that. Exactly. So, bro, that being said, I need someone who's submissive. And what my, what, what my brothers are saying is really cool because I recognize that women look for status, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times women won't submit if upon first glance it's not a man who is like oh my gosh he's six foot six you know super big muscles yeah he you know he talks real aggressive like okay i'll submit to him you know but a lot of times a woman won't submit to a man who's like yo i'm a christian yo i'm super respectful i don't even curse you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm, I'm a man of god i make sure that i show people love that's how i move about this world mm-hmm. a lot of times women will take that as Oh, that's not dominant. I can't submit to something like that. You know mm. what I mean? And that's a but this problem. is kind of the pushback that you get from women. I, I think there was some women. Well, first of all, um, uh, like how my man said, he uh, always act poor. I always act poor. You know what I mean? So when you act poor, I drove around a 1998 Honda Accord until last year. You know what I mean? <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> like didn't have to be driving that at all. Clearly. I'm more surprised the car lasted. But yeah, I guess those yeah, cars yeah. didn't last a long time. Wow. Yeah, it had 400,000 miles on it when wow. I finally got rid so of it. So is it more acting poor or just staying humble? Uh, For me, it's... It's staying humble, but I realize that by staying humble, you are constantly being assessed and compared. So women mm-hmm. are looking at it like, well, he's cute, but he pulled up in a 1998 Honda Accord. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, that other guy on Instagram who tried to holler at me who's cute, he pulled up in an Audi. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think I'm going to give him the, the advantage. And I think mm-hmm. I'll be more willing to submit to someone like him. I don't want you to submit because of my material possessions. Mm-hmm. I want you to submit because of my mindset. Wow. Using it as like a, you're filtering yeah, the women that way. Exactly. I want you to submit because of my, my mindset and my philosophy. I want you to submit because of my belief in God. And, and not just my belief, but like my, my adoration for my obedience to God. Mm. So that should make you realize you're submitting to a lifestyle. You're not submitting to a few material possessions that, that make you say, oh, girl, he pulled up in this type of car. Whatever he want, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm yeah. all ears. You're uh-uh. easily buyable. Easily You're buyable, transactional. Man. Yeah, transactional. You. Yeah, so you and what was your third one, by the way? The third way. one was be sexy. Okay. Yeah, sophisticated, submissive, and sexy. The sexy part comes with being knowing how to be soft. You know, um, you don't have to have any fake work done for me personally. You know, you don't have to go and get bigger breasts or, or bigger butt artificially. I know I'm in Miami right now. This is what Doctor Miami, huh? That, that's this, this way it gets done. That yo, yeah. you trying to get shout out to uh, Lenny Hochstein, my boy. He's uh, that's my guy. Okay. Yeah, so you know what? Like, I'm not even saying that when I say be sexy. I'm yeah. just saying, yo, like be be someone who understands that as a don't try to convince me that as a man I shouldn't be worried about how you look. There's some women who will try to like. Don't try to convince me. I like what you said right there. Yeah. Don't try to convince me that looks don't matter. Some women will really try to convince okay. you that like, hey. You shouldn't just be worried about how I look. Almost like that's shallow. And yeah. I feel like you're trying to negate my manhood. You're trying to like mm. cut off my testicles by yeah. trying to tell me how how worried I should be about So let me looks. ask you something. Yeah. You're a rapper. You've done collabs with a, oh, a whole... Big names. The Throw Game. Some, okay, the, exactly. The Game. The Game is on my album that I just dropped. Lupe Fiasco is on yeah. my album Man. I just dropped. Big Big Crit is on my album yep. I just dropped. You did stuff you know? with Manny Fresh. Manny and the, Fresh. The, the, Juvenile. The whole, the whole, the whole New Orleans whole, Exactly. Clip, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of course. People. So have you ever done anything with Lizzo? Come on. Uh, <laughs> nah, nothing. You've never done anything with her. She's very talented. Super talented. Okay, now if you were And approach- I would do something with Lizzo. You would. But there's also something I wouldn't do with Lizzo. Okay, and what's that? What I would do is music. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What I wouldn't do is... You know, <laughs> you're not listening to Key yeah. Sweat in the bedroom with nah, Lizzo. Nah, That's not nah, your thing. Nah. And why is that, D1? Nah, you're a respectful dude. Yeah, I'm a respectful dude, and I respect Lizzo, you know, and yeah. Lizzo is for somebody. Yes. You know, just not me. Gotcha. You know, and, and you say that it would it'd be fair to say that she's not easy on the eyes to a guy like you? Yeah, to me personally, I'm yes. not physically attracted to Lizzo. And I shouldn't get attacked by a bunch of women for saying that. Because I can yes. see the headline <laughs> now. Yes. I can see it as I said. This I was like, we are like, yeah, 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 Lizzo yeah, here. Gotcha. Oh, shoot. So, Musically, I love you, Lizzo. There you go. <laughs> Sexually, uh, pass. And, and that's it, bro. And we should be able to, like, we should be able to voice that yes. preference and it shouldn't be a problem. And and women nowadays act as if mm-hmm. they act as if men shouldn't be, you know, uh saying, Hey, I, I have a policy, uh, no fat people allowed. Um and, and, and that's what I tell people, um, in terms of if I get with you, now watch this, if I get with you and you're already overweight, that's one thing. Yeah. If I get with you and you're not overweight, right? If I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with you, I feel like we should be able to hold each other accountable for go. saying, mm. yeah. let's stay in shape. Let's go. You yeah. feel me? Gotcha. You feel me? Of course. But women act like that's a problem. Oh, right. you, wait, you, you mean to tell me you wouldn't stay with me if I was to get bigger and if I was to da-da-da? If it's out of your control, you know what I mean? If it's a if it's a genetic issue, if it's something that's wrong, if it's after, you know, pregnancy, I don't have any kids yet, but 
I, if it's something that's out of your control, that's one thing. Yeah. But if it's just you being like, I got him now, girl. I, he didn't married me. You know, my last yeah. name didn't change. Mm-hmm. I got him now. I'm just gonna let myself go. If physically. you can control it, you ain't playing that game. All right. You know, I was actually, so, I was actually yeah, reflecting on that when it comes to like women and especially attractive women trying to not want to be wanted for their beauty. I think it's kind of like the equivalent to men not wanting to be like uh, to get women because of their money. You know what I'm saying? So like in their mind, they want a man to love them for their personality because mm-hmm. every guy likes them for their looks. Right. You know what I'm saying? So over time, they start to believe that, oh, he really just loves me for my personality yeah. and negate the fact that your attractiveness to a man is also very important. And I think that's fair because your finances to a woman is also very important. Mm-hmm. So like I was just reflecting on that a couple of days ago and it's interesting that he brought that up because mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. Maybe it's like a a status thing or maybe it's like a, a fear for why you're here you they want you to be there for the personality right. instead of just the looks because everybody's of course well mm-hmm. i'll tell you a lot and then i want to get your three and sterling's three but i'll tell you a line i mean i'm gonna kind of blow my own cover over uh-huh. here i'll tell you a line that has worked for me for 20 something years in miami dealing with Take the notes. models in south beach uh, i'm putting myself on the spot here i say to these beautiful women i say listen there's a bunch of models running around miami i mean they're all beautiful agreed i go but that doesn't do it for me anymore. I've been with so many models and so many bottle girls and so many pretty girls. It just doesn't do anything for me. So I'm going to need you to have something mentally or just bring something more to the table. Mm-hmm. Is that something you think you can offer? Of course I can. Yeah, that's and what, that's what they like. And to yeah. you. Yeah. No, no, I'm not just a pretty face. I'm actually fun. I'm actually cute. I'm actually smart. I, can actually, I actually did good on my AC. Like, now they're selling themselves to you because you're mm-hmm. basically saying, listen, you're taking the one thing that they have in their power, which is their sexual attractiveness, and taking to being like, yeah, I'm good on that. You're going to need to have more. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you said yeah. with your intro. And all of a sudden, now they're proving they're selling themselves to you. So hot tip to the gentleman out there. Wow. Say that you've been around a lot of models. Wow. And like, you're going to need to have more than that to get with the guy like me, wow. D1, and watch them sell themselves wow. to you. Well, that also yes. deals with their own insecurity. Of course. Their own insecurity about, like, okay, they're going to age. Yes. Their beauty is going to fade as they age. Mm-hmm. So if you're reinforcing to her, okay, there's something about you that is going to make me keep you around yes. later on as you, your beauty declines, yes. that addresses a direct insecurity of mm-hmm. hers. Because mm-hmm. every beautiful woman is incredibly... The, the more beautiful they are, yes. the more insecure they I've are learned about that. You've learned yeah, that. That's Correct. What I was the saying. more pretty they are, the mm-hmm. more they are insecure. Yeah, I've learned that. You, is that what you've experienced? 100%. Okay. Yeah. So let's go. With, what are your top three? And then I want to get trays and we'll kind of uh, move on. My top th- three qualities you're looking for in a woman. So to even get like, I wouldn't list, you know, beauty or sexiness as one because to get even get in the door, like mm-hmm. that's a requirement yeah. of even getting in the door, right? <laughs> that's prerequisite. Right? So, the, okay. so, so number one, they have to be attractive. Well, okay. But I'll, so this is, I'm going to use these three as like, what's going to make me keep them around Okay, as like a girlfriend, a potential baby mama, whatever, right? Because yes. that's what I'm actually looking for. Like, I'm not looking for a baby mama. Yeah. Not, well, no, multiple. Look, I'm a handsome man. i got to spread these jeans around, man. Yes. <laughs> the world needs more gonna, Sterling Cooper out there. Yeah, okay? Let's have a little respect. Exactly. Okay. So, but, so what you're saying is like the attractiveness, that's the obvious. We're not even going to put that in the top three because it's self-explanatory. Now what's going to keep you there is that where you're going with this exactly for me it's going to be loyalty submissiveness and her ability to improve my social standing in some way 
Hmm. Right. Okay. So, so the, so the loyalty, we yeah. get the submissiveness same unless thing. you want to. Okay. Exactly the same principle. The social standing part, I want to hear more about that. So, okay. There's not, there's many ways a woman can do that, right? Okay. Is she is she somehow connected in a network that I can that can help me financially or help with my business or whatever? Does she, you know, uh, how does she make me look in public? When I walk out the door with her on my arm, does she make me look like the man? Mm-hmm. Is she looking up at me like with adoring eyes as we're sitting there at dinner and all the guys who I'm doing business with around that table are looking at me with more respect now? Mm. That's a massive way a woman can Because that is value. a thing. That's a huge thing. That's when the guys huge, are that's powerful. That's powerful. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, powerful. And if she's, yep. if she's genuinely beautiful and attractive, that's powerful. she's also going to make me look really good that's when powerful. I step out with her. Of course. Right? So that, that's something a woman can actually add value to a man's mm-hmm. life. With, and most women don't even really like, understand that. And you know, we talked about how kind of masculine a lot of women can be these days, they're actually doing the opposite mm-hmm. by making their man look like a bitch. Facts. In public. Like yeah, yeah. By, by talking back to him, by disrespecting him in public. Oh my God. That's, I, I had to pull my buddy aside. He was in love with this girl and she was full on disrespecting my boy on his birthday. No. She's like, he doesn't even know what he likes. He's an, I'm, And yeah, I remember yeah. just, I, I didn't do it that day. And then he's like, they ended up breaking up. I was like, brother, like, the way that yeah. your girl was treating you, unacceptable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On your birthday, dog? I can't even imagine what's happening not on your birthday. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, she's kind of lippy. I'm like, lippy? You might <laughs> got to give her a little fat lip. Oh, what? Yeah. I muffled that. Nobody, <laughs> as you were, like, sir. Another example of you know behavior that she can that can make me look really good in public. Like, okay, we were at the club the other night, and my girl was there, and then my boys had their girlfriends there. And every time my drink was empty... My girl came up and gave me a, new, a fresh one, and she's watching me the entire time to see my drink. My, Such a powerful move! By the way. And I, and I Just the fact that she's like, "My man's thirsty." Bang! Yeah. She's taking care of me. Wow! Right? And that makes me look good to all my boys. And by the way, she paid zero for that entire table. I'm <laughs> yeah, assuming it's, it's all me. Yeah. So it's Bang. the least she could do. Yeah, exactly. Well, that is reciprocation. Bad wow. cycle. <laughs> that that's a good point. Yeah. Yes. It's the yeah. least she can do. Yes. But a lot you're of, drinking free and eating free all off, night. Off me. Make sure that I'm not standing with right? an empty cup. But a lot of women will will sort of take. That that we this, their level of entitlement is quite high. Yep. So they, they, they think that makes them look weak. Yeah. Yes. They crazy. think that makes them look weak, bro. It makes you look good, baby. Yeah. It makes yeah. me want to keep Facts. her around. Hey, mm. I, I just have to, I want to say that. Go ahead, go I want to say before I forget this. I think a lot of women have a problem when the paradigm shifts to where the man in the relationship is actually the prize. Mm. Women are conditioned that they're the prize in society, right? They're the prize. And I have no problem pursuing you, but I will not chase you. There's a big difference. Mm-hmm. A lot of women nowadays just want to be chased mm-hmm. endlessly. They want to be chased like to infinity. And I'll pursue you. I'll initiate yeah. as a man. But at the end of the day, once we start to recognize our worth and our value and realize that we're the prize, then that's where a lot of women say, I'm not used to having to compete. I'm not used to having to bring anything to the table other than just this body that I was blessed with that I didn't even have to work for a lot of times that I was just naturally blessed with. And that's the problem is women are not willing to compete because Mm -hmm. if they want a man who is, you know, in the upper echelon, they have to realize that if you want him exclusively, you know, me and my bro right here, we talking about two different things. I'm seeking out one woman. He is like, bro, that's not <laughs> even trying to see her. I'm not even trying to. Yeah. He's trying so, to repopulate. <laughs> right. So for me, I'm just like, yo, like, I just recognize in the humblest way possible that I'm a prize at yeah. this point in life. And with that being said, it's very easy 
to recognize when someone doesn't view you as a prize and they wonder why you're not more excited about being with them and it's just because you don't recognize my worth. But D1, you got to understand the prize, you're now the prize. But it's because you pursued excellence. What's the the the, stay, the, the phrase in the man is for the red pill? Chase excellence, not women. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. the more excellent of a man you become, the more women will show up. Facts. You weren't a prize 15 years ago. Facts. You were driving around in your 1980 car, but because that's all you could afford <laughs> Facts. at the time. Yeah. Facts. So your mindset had to upgrade to be like, all right, I just went from being just a regular old rapper to, oh, now I'm a hit songs mm-hmm. labels. I'm mm-hmm. a like my mindset needs to change right mm-hmm. there. That's big so fact. pursue. Uh, excellent. So the people women. watching this need yeah. to know that too. Like, like, bro, when you're 19, 20, 21 years old, you might not be celebrated at that stage in life Correct. for being smart, you mm-hmm. know, and for having ideas and 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 being focused and passing on going to the club. You won't get celebrated then. But bro, give it five more years. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Give it ten more years. Yes. And you will become such a commodity in society, bro. Yes. The world will be in your hands. Respect. Exactly. So all our younger guys out there. Life's a marathon, not a sprint, okay? Don't feel bad about yourselves because you're 23 years old and you don't got no money and you can't compete. Take your time. I was broke as shit when I was 26. Broke as shit. I was a millionaire by age 35. Give it five years. Give it 10 years. Figure it out. Yep. You can do it. Amen. You were finishing up uh, your, your, your big three. And what was the other one I said? I said, uh, I said submissiveness. I said the ability to make it look good. I said loyalty. Mm. Yeah, so for me, loyalty is like, okay, is she going to be, ex- are you going to be exclusive to me? Mm. Like my, my penis has been inside of you. Are you, if, if I see you on like some dude's boat the next weekend, yeah. if you go out on a girl's night the next weekend, if, you, if, you're, at, if you're at the club, I'm like, that's a, that is not a loyal woman. Okay. Instantaneously that disqualifies you as being loyal. Right. Because if, if, if we have been sexual together, I expect that you will never even put yourself in a position to advertise to another man but so how quickly can you use ooh. that like if you if you're with a girl and you Straight go out up. a couple times and you sleep if each I, other I, she doesn't owe you anything after had, two if days if i've had sex with her twice i expect that to be it. twice that should be the be all and end wow so one time you'll let it slide oh one time decides whether she's a hoe or not huh. like the one okay one time i sleep with her and then then i'm looking then i'm looking for these green flags or these red flags mm. like i'm looking at her socials what's she posting on her socials where's she going what's she doing is she replying like how keen is she like, it's all a test. to text back to me? Like, if I if I have sex with a woman, right? This is something that I think a lot of women mistakes that women make is they okay. A, a guy will take her out on the date, they'll sleep together, and she will expect him to text her back the next day. Honey, why are you playing hard to get? He already got you. Mm. <laughs> you should be humbling yourself enough to text the guy back. And want to reinitiate that contact again because mm-hmm. that tells me this is a good woman. That tells me this is a woman who actually values like her sexuality, who actually values you know mm-hmm. wh- what she has to offer, and she wants to. She just want to throw it away for nothing. She, uh. She's like, okay, well, I, I had a great time with this guy. I slept with this guy. Like, I want to keep him around. So I expect to see some level of commitment. Okay, from her. light bulb, Bing just went off. Thank you, Sterling. You're saying that if you have sex with a woman, and okay, let's say that's a Friday night. Saturday rolls around. She does not text you. Sunday rolls around. She does not text you. 
something's off. Yeah. Meaning me. she's treating sex as like it's another freaking yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She should be texting you, hey, thanks for a great night, blah, blah, blah. I'd love to see you again. Love to see you again. But yeah. when they do not text you the next day, something's up? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, huh. it's not It's not 100% clear cut. <laughs> yes. Black it's and not white. scientific. Yeah, but, but to me, that, a lot of this is your gut instincts yeah, anyways. That's my gut. My gut feeling is Natalia, that like, as a beautiful lady who may or may not have done anything inappropriate on a Friday night, <laughs> Is what he's saying makes sense? Like, do you typically? If, I'm not even saying sexually. If a guy takes you out on a nice date and you guys have a nice time together, from the mindset of a woman, do you text them the next day? Do you expect them to text you? How do you process this? I mean, naturally, you want them to text you because I mean, I you, would think you the want girl, that. You, you want that. You want yes. that, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, I, I would say you only want it because if the person, I mean, the person I go out with, I would assume that they're also wanted by others so when they show that hey i'm gonna pick you and text you you also feel like well then i'm gonna give you the attention you need and then mm. i think eventually the tables turn i think at that point that's when women become a little bit more like texting all the time and they can become more clingy mm -hmm. um, because once you show that it shows a like hey i you you probably know i'm around right but i'm picking you so it's just that that initiative that leadership that like guys show that are attractive to women mm -hmm. like you know i mean would i text a guy after a date sure i'd text him like hey I had a great time whatever x y and z but i don't know i just mm -hmm. i would prefer a guy to do well, it. well this goes uh, to the I'll concept of uh a, a man must attain the woman but the woman must retain the man yes. right absolutely it's like like sex is not a guarantee if she if i have sex with a woman that's not a guarantee of a relationship with her Mm -hmm. That's like okay, that's your entry fee. But if you don't have sex <laughs> with right? her, right? You, but if you don't have sex with her, do you still expect her to text you? No, I, I don't expect as much of a commitment from a girl hmm. if we haven't had sex yet. Oh, okay. Because for me, to, in my in my head, like I mean, just in my experience, once once sex has happened, mm -hmm. that's when the dynamic of the relationship will shift. Mm -hmm. The power dynamic very much obviously shifts yes, yes. after you've had sex with a woman for the first time mm -hmm. and I think, I think men and women both understand that instinctually right, right. and it was funny you said that that you used the word clinginess yeah before it's kind of weird because because i'm not i'm obviously not around my woman 24 7 mm -hmm. i actually look for that clinginess kind of behavior as a as a green flag for me really? because i it doesn't affect me because i ain't around her 24 7 mm -hmm. if i was around her 24 7 that clinginess would be a bad thing for me <laughs> but if i'm not around her 24 7 if i see her like once every three months mm -hmm. that clinginess is actually fantastic for me because that keeps her loyal it keeps her invested in me uh, that means i ain't gonna worry about this girl okay cool she's she's on the hook she likes me like she's committed to me she's falling in love with me so it's like confirmation for yeah you guys. so i actually kind of look for that clinginess and, and to, to a degree that's a, that's a green flag men? for you for me yes for a lot of men that's because, a red flag because for me because because yeah. my mate my relationship is very like and my relationship is very low maintenance on my end right mm. like i said i ain't hanging out with her all the time i'm, I'm seeing her once every three months when i fly to europe or something mm. so like she has to be able to put up with that limited amount of time around me hmm and that's that's a mental test for her. She can't handle that. Okay, she's not one for me. But if she can actually handle that and accept that I'm not going to be texting her back every time, I'm not going to be texting her twenty four seven. I'll tell her eleven. I miss her every now and then, but I'm not going to be like on. I've got I've got business to run. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have the time to sit there and, and go back and forth all day. If got she it. accept, if she can accept that limited. If she can accept that the limited amount of attention I do give her is super valuable, then that's a good girl for me. Mm. 
But I think women who want men like that, they expect that. Like, if I'm talking to a guy and he's texting me too much, I'm like, you're not working enough. Yeah. yeah. That's, exactly attra- that's unattractive yeah. for me. You I'm like, you're not working enough. Like, I'm working more than you. I need you to back up. So, like, I could, I, I agree with that. I think Got that's, it. Yeah. Let me get to Trey for a sec. So, um, you're the only one who's married. Yes. Okay. So, we're all kind of speaking in hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you not only uh, attained your woman, she, you're, she's retained you, the whole thing. Right. What were the qualities that attracted, three qualities that attracted oh, you to her? What were the, one. how did that dynamic work? Well, loyalty. I mean, the in terms of characteristics, I'm just going to do three and I'm going to do them. I'm going to try to be brief about it. But loyalty, if I can't assure paternity, then mm. that's a huge, that's a no-no for me. And I think it shows a lot of character in women too when you can be loyal to one man. Uh, and if that's not there, it doesn't matter how attractive you are. That's, you know, it's out of the window. Second one is her submissiveness uh, or her. I won't even say submissiveness. I'll just say femininity. Uh, when we were kids, she was already making my plate. That was the first time I've ever had a woman make my plate. And from that point on, I was like, I'm, I'm going to marry this woman. I'm gonna what do you mean when you were kids, she was making your plate? Like when we were 15, plate? 16 years old, if I go over to her house or if she was at my house, she would stand up and make you a plate. You met your girl me. when you were a teenager? Yeah. I, You've I been was with dating. her for this whole time? Yes. We love wow. that. Yeah. You guys I, lost your virginity to each other? Yes. Only woman you've ever been with? Yes. Wow. She's the only guy? Claps. Yeah, I mean, hey, it is Make sure you guys like the video. Okay, subscribe. You know something's happening when a porn star is like, hey, well on you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I, Meaning I like, that, that when is, you can find a woman yeah. with good character, that's the goal for wow. many men. That's like fantastic. if I find an attractive, loyal, yeah. feminine woman, and those are my three, by the way. In this yes. order, loyal, uh, feminine and attractive okay the femininity comes from the fact that the social status thing mm-hmm. too as well yeah. I, I think femininity is also a reciprocation of value if you see me waking up 6 a.m every day while you get to sleep in the 2 p.m because you're a housewife can you make my plate right. you know what i mean like a lot of women will see that but as the a least weakness. you can do is make yeah. me a sandwich bingo it, and i know people are going to be offended by that they're going to clip that whatever it may be but that is what it is i've never seen a group of men sit down and have my drink filled up by my wife say Oh, uh, make fun of her. Right. So like women will say, women will say, women will say you shouldn't do that because it makes you look weak. I've never seen men yes. ostracize a woman for ever. being too feminine so ever. ever. No. The only people I see uh, making fun of women for taking care of their families are like 18 year olds in Call of Duty lobbies. Feminists. Those, yeah, yeah, feminists. Other women, and other women. women. Exactly. And women are mean. <laughs> women would be like, oh, why are you doing that for your man? Like, yes. And they'll be, the, like, they'll be the ones to get inside of a woman's head and, and have her change. second guessing. Yes, right. Yes. Exactly. Right. But, there's a, but there's a fulfillment when you take care of your man because it's like as a woman, I feel like, you know, like, you really don't want to outmake your man. So yeah. it's like, how do I make up for that? And I'll do it in other years, like making his play, getting him drinks, and like, you know, cleaning other stuff. Like, you want to kind of be the fill in where they lack. Yeah. So it's like, that's kind of where. But women are mean. They yeah. get really nasty. Yeah, those they are the only people that make mind. fun of other women that are submissive. I had a guy, one of my friends, he came over to my house in Fort Worth not too long ago. He owns a construction company at 25 years old. The dude mm-hmm. is killing it. He had a girlfriend that was living with him that refused to make him a plate. She refused to cook for him or anything. He was like, I'm not even asking for much. I just want you to put noodles in a pot with water. That's all I require from you. The man owns a construction company and he couldn't even get that. 
So that just goes to show how far we are in terms of women just being so against showing re- reciprocity for the things mm-hmm. that their men do for them. And uh, so you can't expect the man to die for you, but you're not willing but to But there's going to be oh, ramifications to these actions, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be ramifications. And you might say, well, what are the ramifications? And yeah. I always cite this exact same report that I've referenced a million times, and I'll continue to do it. This, the report shows that by 2030, 45% of working women ages 25 to 45 by 2030 will be non-married, no kids, single. Yeah. Okay. So you might say, well, what's wrong with that? Okay. If you think that you're going to be 45 years old, no kids, not married, and that you're going to genuinely be fulfilled in life because you made money, best of luck to you, honey. Right, right, right. right. Okay. Yeah. Right. You got it. Because all the yeah. men on this panel, yeah. and I would say that these are men's men, okay? Genuine athletes. Uh, what were you, the high school what? Homecoming king. Homecoming king. king. <laughs> yeah. A man who gets paid by women to <laughs> right. hang out with them, right. okay, are all basically saying we want to get married and have kids. For we're sure. We're all saying that, and we're men's men. I would, I, I'd say I want to have kids. I wouldn't say okay, I want exactly. to get married. Okay, exactly. But you want to have a family. Have you yes. want to have families. Yeah. But that's, okay, that's my point. Yeah. So for you as a woman to say, I'm too good for that. I don't need that. It's like, let's see how that works out right. for you. And what, the, what women don't realize when they're in that situation, when they they won't go as far as to, you know, say, make a man's lunch or try to find some way to add more value to his life. What she's actually doing is reducing herself down to a vagina. Exactly. Yeah. If you if there's nothing you can bring to a relationship other than sex. Literally. If I said, if I, if I... Took a woman and I said, okay, your vagina has disappeared, your butthole has disappeared, your mouth has disappeared, <laughs> mm-hmm. your hands have disappeared. Okay, like, you can yeah, do a hand job. Yeah. Let's forget that for a second. You need hands to make some lunch, right? Yes. But let's say, let's take all your sexual organs are gone <laughs> and you cannot out. do that. Yes. What can you do to keep a man around? Yeah. Yes, a lot of women won't have an answer for this. Mm-hmm. Correct. Unfortunately, well, yeah. what's this phrase that goes around everywhere? It's like, show me a hot chick. I'll tell. I'll show you a guy who's sick of having sex with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You ever so heard that before? Be, it has to be other things. You that gotta keep bring gotta more be, yeah. to the table. The yeah. more you do, the harder you are to replace. The more you yeah. take care. Of. So, like yeah. for me personally, sure, I, like I make all the money, but when I took this trip. She's scheduling my flight. She knows the airline I like. She's scheduling the hotel. She knows that I like a little view. Yeah. Yes. She know, you know, she's getting the rental yes. car. She's doing the small things that makes my life easier so yep. I can focus exactly. on being more productive. Yep. Yeah. And so way, if I, I want to replace her, I can't just replace her with a pretty face. Right. Nope. I have to actually, she yeah. has to have some value to add. Um, you know that. who I want to introduce him to after the show? Yeah. You're going to come upstairs and you're going to meet Leo Martinez uh, and his wife, yeah. Clarissa. Uh, They've been together since yes. literally exact same story. They now run the upstairs entire sales division here at Valuetainment. They've been together since they're 15. Okay, he makes, I don't know, half a million dollars, if not more a year. She's here just to facilitate him. They've got three kids together. Like, you're going to look into your future, by the way. Like, genuinely, I want you to meet him. Yo. Very impressive. Yo, the idea of a woman working with her man, a man that's an entrepreneur that has spent his whole life and I'm just talking about myself, building something. You know what I mean? Made yes. sacrifices to build something. And now it's successful. Now I have a music career longer than a decade at this point, going all around the world, hundreds of thousands of fans. And when you have a woman, when you've created this, this kingdom of sorts, and you know that you're a king, you know, and you have this kingdom, and you're in touch with what your God-given purpose is, prior to meeting a woman, it's natural that you will want a woman 
who can come in and help add value to what you've already created. Right. The problem is nowadays, a lot of women say, well, I see what you have going on, but I have this stuff going on that I'm working on creating. And there's very little to no overlap between what we have. And my thing is like, when there's if there's not synergy to where we can coexist as one, as a team, as a unit, and like work together, it's not something that I want at this stage in life. It's mm-hmm. really not something that I want because when you are working on building something, who do you want to trust? Who are you going to be able to trust more than your woman? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We all want to be able to say, yeah, my girl, like that's who that's who has the keys and, and knows all the passwords to everything, and that's my business partner. And for some people, they get so intimidated by that that they feel like that's infringing upon their ability to be a boss or be a mm-hmm. mogul and whatnot. And I think that... That's the problem is you got too many women who are competing with their men to where they're like, whoa, Mm -hmm. you're doing well, but I'm doing well, too. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we got to kind of like like look at each other and size each other up to see, well, who's doing better? And, And a lot of relationships fall apart because they're they're living together they're sleeping together mm-hmm. but they're competing against each other because mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of it is ego driven yeah there you go you know, they say the ego is not the amigo and at some point like the the most successful couples the most most successful families is once when someone says and it should be the woman but not i mean all right i'm gonna take a back seat you're gonna run the show here yeah okay we both can't drive the car yeah. i'll be the navigator right. i'll tell you when to pull off yep. i'll tell you what we got to do hey, there's a rest stop right here i'm still in the front seat yeah i'm right. not in the back seat dude yep. i'm not in the trunk yep. i'm not running behind the car like i'm not pushing the car i'm still in the front seat mm-hmm. i'm the navigator mm-hmm. but someone needs to drive the car and that should the, be the man and that's the men femininity women aspect. Fall. that's the femininity, that's the femininity exactly yeah. that's why it's so important because i was also going to go into stuff like that like i need somebody that's going i don't need you to make decisions Mm-hmm. I can do the decisions, and you you know I can make the decisions because of the results that I've given. And the women results want that you show. to make the decisions. Yes, they don't they even don't. want to tell you what restaurant. They don't even want to decide the restaurant mm-hmm. for a date. So you know they don't want to decide life decisions for the most part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I can make the decisions. That's fine. I just mm-hmm. need you in the femininity aspect to make sure that I, again, even taking care of my family. Making sure that I know mom's birthday is in a couple months. Make sure I can remember mm-hmm. these things because when I'm focused on being productive, it's easy for certain things to slip my memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that femininity aspect has I, a lot of... I think of- it's important to clarify um, as far as like... And this is where some, where the, the manosphere or you know misogyny kind of gets a bad name. Or the, it's we, we value your input. When you say something like, I don't need you to make this... And a woman's going to be like, what do you, I make my own... It's like, mm-hmm. we're not saying that. Right. We're saying we can collectively figure out what we want to do, but at the end of the day, I'm going to decide what we need to do. Right. Like, how many times has your woman or any of your girlfriends been like, should I wear this or should I wear this? Should I wear this? How about That's this? Exactly how about this? Does this day. make my butt look big? It's like, baby, yeah. wear the black dress. You look great. Put the red heels on. Let's go. You're hot. Let's, we're out the door. Yeah. We're out. It's like, we don't need, we don't. Yeah. And, and I'd make the, every time, because I was on the national rugby team. I played yes. for the national USA team. Traveled around the world. Blast. Whatever. There's a guy, like, we have. I'm the wing, so I'm the guy that scores all the time. Like, that's my Mm -hmm. job. We have a captain because he's the one with the most experience, and we trust him to make the final decision. Uh, If I come up to the captain and I go, there's a guy that's guarding me. He doesn't look too good. He ain't too fast. I think he's tired. I think I can, you know, score if you pass the ball out. Mm -hmm. 
from his experience, he can analyze the situation because, again, I only played for three months before I'm playing whole yes. country, you know, na other national teams. He can go, I know that guy. I've seen him before. He's just baiting you. He's actually a really good player. Yes. Or he can go, you have a, you, you're right. Maybe we should pass the ball out. So I think that the women should be the neck and the men should be the head, as in I make the final decision, but you can kind of control. If, if, yes. I, if, you, if you notice something that I don't see, you can turn me yes. in so I can notice it. You know, so I, I think that's a huge aspect. I think that for the most efficiency, one leader, one final decision maker, I'll say, is yeah. the best way to go. Love it. I love the love content that. that we're getting today. Yes. Can we get to some super chats yes. and then we're going to move on to our next we topic? Natalia, what do we got? Chat. So let's start off with one super chat. It says D1 should meet Rolo. That's from CK $2. Mm, Thank really? you. Really? Yes. And then we have uh, Kaney's $20. Thank you. Uh, one of my favorite artists and value team of podcasts, both keeping it real. You know a tree by its fruit. And then we have another one. $2, Johnny Green. Will you ever have Andrew Tate on the show? Ooh. Ooh. To be continued. Hey, continue. We're going to discuss it in a second. Okay, come on. Uh, OG Nando, $5. Thank you. Great show. Like uh, Fresh and Fit, Andrew Tate, and RIP Kevin Samuels. Uh, mm. Would uh, say better gentleman for you, not for the woman. And then we have Katia Vaselinbana. $50. I've been following Poor Man's podcast for a while now. A lot of wisdom in the message that you preach and respect for leading by example. Thank you for all that you do and God bless. Um, and then somebody just asked a question. Peter Quad, $2. Does your wife have real or fake nails? They're saying people with um, fake nails aren't real like women mm. they're fake mm. so that mm. was the question and then we also had Ruslan I think the real one in the chat um, saying hi to D1. Shout out to Ruslan yes. our guy uh -huh. our guy Yes, 100% so and let's get some more super chats guys oh we got another one it says um, what's going on PMP Rolo invited <laughs> you to talk on his live stream how come you haven't accepted yet uh, I, respond? I haven't talked to Rolo yet oh. so Okay. Is is Rolo out here by the way? No, but he's here. I've monthly. seen him on the show yeah, multiple times. Yeah, I've engaged on the show. Yeah, yeah, I've engaged in the show when he's been on. So yeah, I mean, I'm, <coughs> I'm not opposed to linking up with Rolo. We just have to set it up. Okay. And it's it just gets hard because you're making content every day and right. It, takes so time so. Right. Yeah. awesome awesome so those are super chats right now um we have over 1300 people watching and only 44 likes so i think everybody needs to take a minute like this video i told you we'd have over a thousand yes. people yes. i mean if we it don't happens. have a thousand likes we have 1300 people watching yes. live right exactly show respect to d1 like show it. respect right. to sterling click a button show respect yeah, to the poor man who's rich <laughs> in his heart right. click a button click a like so more people yeah, people like you can appreciate this type of content. We respect you guys. Super chats. We want super chats. Super We're going to answer that at questions, the end. Questions. Thank you, Natalia. We love it. Uh, but smash the like button. We appreciate you uh, for being here. Um, let's talk about Tate. Okay. Tate. We just brought his name up. We talked about when we're going to potentially do something with Tate. I don't know. We can't reveal, but we'll see. Um, D1 is not familiar with Andrew Tate, which I absolutely love. And I appreciate yes. the the um the newbiness over here but you did bring up the fact that you know who kevin samuels is for sure i got okay. a song called kevin samuels like which I is amazing definitely okay yeah, yeah. and you just learning about who rollo is yeah because he's sort of the godfather of the red pill space uh, he wrote a book called the rational male rollo his mindset his work has definitely been used and um uh Put out there yeah. into the uh, to the universe for for I would say good things, okay. controversial things at times. Kevin Samuels definitely uh, rest in peace. Um, but no doubt, um, the person who's picked up Kevin Samuels 
mantle uh, is this man right here, Andrew Tate, okay? And um, he says some things that are kind of deemed controversial, okay? And I know you've never heard of him, but you've heard of Kevin Samuels. Mm -hmm. Sterling, you've done tons of content with Andrew Tate. Uh, He's a friend of yours. He's a personal friend of mine. He's a friend of yours. And obviously, you're in the red pill space. You're very familiar with what's going on Mm -hmm. here. Um, he's been on Fresh and Fit uh, multiple times. Shout out to Myron. Shout out to Fresh. Our guys down there in Miami, half hour south from here. Uh, but Andrew Tate is dealing with something right now. And he's dealing with cancel culture. And he has been full on canceled. Back to back. Everything. Back to back. All right. Hey, Andrew Tate just got canceled by Instagram. Oh, shit. Meta, too. All right. Facebook. Uh, YouTube canceled. No, TikTok. Oh. Done. Canceled. Okay. So... Andrew Tate, I think anyone who's watching this show for the most part understands who he is and what he's bringing to the marketplace. And let me read you some of the uh, phrases and terminology and the words that he has spoken, his words, in his quote-unquote <laughs> goodbye message, his final message that he recently put out there uh, into the atmosphere after being banned from all these different types of platforms, okay? So um, he's a men's rights activist i think that's is that a a fair way to label him sterling as a friend it's a very very accurate way of labeling okay and he's basically saying listen i can be a men's rights activist without hating women you can walk and chew gum at the same time Mm. so here are some of his words he says i love and protect women and i would never let a woman pay for a bill i think we're all on the same page with that especially on a date okay uh, women are not as calm. He said this. Women, so some of the heat that he takes is women that aren't as calm as men under stress, but they can't fight like men, uh, and they're um, but they're better at taking care of children. I think he's used the analogy that if he dropped off his kids at an all men daycare, he'd probably have a problem with that. Okay, and I don't think that's a controversial topic. Okay, I'd also be creeped out if I dropped off my five-year-old kid it was all a bunch of men like yeah. we got little jimmy it's we, like, got yeah, him. we got him we got him it's like yeah we're gonna go find all right so men and women do different things he goes on to say that men and women have different roles in society but when we work together as a team and love each other society is a is better as a whole respect it's kind of what you talk about yeah, on the poor men's just, podcast yeah. this isn't controversial he says these were mainstream views only a few decades ago and now it's controversial somehow. I don't think it's controversial. Just because I support men doesn't mean I hate women. This show, 95% of our audience are men. We love women. Mm-hmm. We just spent an entire half hour talking about the things we love about women, what we want them to bring to the table. None of them was to be the man and to be masculine. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, okay? And a lot of it was not what we need from you and your financial decisions, okay? We can kind of handle that, especially as high-value men. Last but not least, he says that people look up to him because I don't just tell them what to do. I show them my lifestyle, and they want to be like me. Okay, the last person that wanted to be like me was like Mike. We all know the Gatorade song. But a lot of young men are looking at Andrew Tate as like, this guy's kind of got it going on. Mm-hmm. He's a four-time kickboxing champion of the world, whatever it is. The guy's clearly a multimillionaire, driving all sorts of sports cars, hanging with all sorts of beautiful women. Oh, and P.S., he's crushing it on social media. Just the kind of icing on the cake, because there's a lot of millionaires and billionaires out there that don't have his swag and don't have his presence and don't have basically the clout that he's been able to attain. And the problem is these days, cancel culture has come for him, okay? Um, and for me, this is a personal issue because, and I'm going to open this up there. You know, during COVID, I was in Florida and our governor here, Ron DeSantis, 
um, kept Florida open. He's taking a lot of heat from it, but the people in Florida, for the most part, he's going to get reelected, okay? Newsflash. Okay? In Texas, I spent a lot of time in Texas with Patrick Bet David. Texas was kind of open, but there's a lot of states that weren't open. But when it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, you know, I have friends in like um, in New York or California that were like, I can't fucking take this, it's crazy. And I'm like, hey, man, just kind of got to deal with it, bro. I'm down here in Florida, like, good luck. But, you know, the story where it's like, it's like the story during World War II where it's like, they came for the gypsies and I wasn't a gypsy, so I didn't speak out. Mm-hmm. They came for the Jews, but I wasn't a Jew, so I didn't speak out. They came for the blacks, but I wasn't black. Next thing you know, they came for me and there was no one there to speak out. So this is the problem that I have with Tate, and I'm using the COVID thing as an analogy. It's like, I was in Florida, I can't really be in the, the mass, the whole thing. It's like, I wasn't there. We're content creators, all of us, okay? Mm-hmm. When you see a content creator for basically getting canceled for basically just giving his opinion, however controversial it is, that touches a chord with me. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to see anybody getting canceled for their opinions. Mm-hmm. You can talk shit all you want about them, say they're wrong, say they're idiots, say they're foolish, say they're misogynist, whatever it is. But silencing people doesn't work. Something tells me that the more that you silence a guy like this, the more they're going to talk about him. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. With that being said, Sterling, you're a personal friend of Andrew Tate. How are you processing everything that's happening right now with him being canceled and banned from every major social media platform? You know, it's it's really quite painful to watch one of your close friends be slandered mm-hmm. left, right, and center to be misinterpreted to be deliberately misinterpreted to, to be deliberately taken out of context to have his reputation dragged through the mud by people who've never met the man people who've never spent quality time with him and i know from my time with that man that everything they're saying is the complete opposite of who andrew is like i andrew is one of the probably the most generous man i know he has the biggest heart and, and it's a thing most people on this planet will never get to see that side of him personally because they just won't be hanging out with him but he's so generous he's so loyal and he's all he's trying to do is inspire young men to wake up from the bullshit they have been fed the matrix that he considers them living in and the reason the the main reason he got he got cancelled if i'm being if my 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 theory of this is not it's not because of the you know his his him saying things about women that are being taken out of context it's not that it's the fact that he's he called out all this covid bullshit mm-hmm. a long time ago right this those, that footage of that is is resurfacing again now him calling out that him telling guys you know that the monetary system is screwing them over inflation is screwing them over mm-hmm. you know they rigging elections and things like this he's just he's waking a lot of people up he's speaking truth to power and yeah. the power doesn't like it exactly he's exposing a lot of the power systems that are in play right now that keep us slaves, that keep the average person a slave to the system, and that's what he's and that's why he's getting cancelled because mm-hmm. the powers that be don't want a guy like that convincing millions of young men to wake up. But isn't that what you're doing? Do you think he's delivering the message in in a, in a way? Because honestly, I've seen short clips of, and I've only seen bad short clips of him. Yeah, it's, you, it's but terrible. You, but you've seen but, short clips, correct? But when I watched mm-hmm. an interview of him, right. I was like, okay, I, I well, don't that's mind essentially that. the that's point. People are making yes. us, yes. and you've yeah. you've yes. referenced this multiple times. I'm sure someone's gonna clip something. Yeah, sure, someone's mm-hmm. gonna clip something. That's why he did a whole hour-long final message, and so it couldn't be taken out of context. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I got to give him credit for. He was not playing the victim. No. no. He's not like, guys, I'm canceled. It's fucked up. They're doing this to me. He's like, I take full responsibility for what's happening. 
I don't have one ounce of disrespect for what Instagram's doing. I get it. They're getting a lot of complaints. I get it. I'm going to be a man about this. My yep. whole thing is that man has to persevere and deal with the crap that a man has to deal with. It would be completely counterintuitive to play the victim at this point. Yeah. That's not his brand. And that's very inspirational for all the young men watching too, is seeing a man like that taking full responsibility for something, even if even if objectively it actually isn't his fault and his responsibility. Mm. He is taking full responsibility for it because mm. that's his attitude towards life in general. Everything in Andrew's life, he takes responsibility for. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a guy who works harder than that man. Really? It, is, it is freakish mm-hmm. how hard, how smart Andrew is and mm-hmm. how, how hard he works. You, it's, Pull up some images. I don't know if D1's maybe just It shows, though. It shows the dude just makes good content overall. Yeah. I mean, yeah. regardless. Yo, how can how can they cancel this man? Like, you, so b- 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 before you speak, you've never heard of him. You've never even heard him speak. Nah. I okay. D- does Emmy, any of his, of his uh, any of his images ring a bell? Yeah, like, let me see. You recognize him at all? Nah. He looked like uh You must not be logging crazy, on to yeah. any social yeah. media. Yeah. You, you haven't been, I, on, I kinda, been on TikTok I, for six months. I kind of live in in my own little bubble. I create <laughs> my content. <laughs> I service my yes. audience, and I and I try to stay off. Uh, Got it. From what's going. On. Anyway, he's been everywhere. Okay. Like mm-hmm. this terminology gets thrown around. You must be living under a rock. You must be living in your own bubble right <laughs> yeah. now, because you you log into social media, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, he's popping up because he's gamed the system. He's also gamed the algorithm. That's kind of his business model as well. He's so what, what's, what's some of his quotables that that people have said like, oh no? Let's play a video. Okay, I'll find one. Okay, if one's even, uh, you can go onto his Sterling, Instagram. Did you want to explain how he just dominated social media? Because you probably have some insight. I mean, and I, I think I, it's an important part because it shows. I have a little bit of insight. I mean, it's. I don't want to give away too much of Andrew's sort of game plan because that's, you know, yeah, that's his, yeah. business, so it was his strategic. business model. It was strategic. But like, what yeah. made yeah. him every, get canceled every, out of everybody in that community? This, this is, that's what I was, right. Yeah, yeah like, right. out of everyone well, in the community, you're what gonna, You're not going to, he's the that? tip of the spear. Yeah. Okay. I mean, when you're, when you're more viral than anybody else, like, right. that's who's going to get yeah. canceled. The only and, person who I know who got canceled uh, like across the board besides him was Donald Trump. Exactly. And I don't I, think Donald Trump should have got canceled yeah. across I the board agree with on you. social media. And, and, uh, I'm, not and, and I'm not a Trump Donald fan. Trump supporter. Exactly. I didn't vote for him. But I don't think he should have got canceled from social media. No, exactly. We're on the same page. Exactly. I said, when you start canceling the president of the United States, on, yeah. what's the slippery slope yeah. message you yeah. get from there? Yeah. Anybody can get canceled there when you're canceling the ex-president I mean, of the United he got, States. He got the same treatment as Alex Jones as well. Alex Jones had this treatment as well. Really? Okay. Same treatment. The difference between Alex Jones and an Andrew Tate because he's been labeled the new Alex Jones. Right. The the what Alex Jones did with the Sandy Hook shooting and the lies that he perpetrated right. were were so wrong yeah. and morally corrupt that whether you're left, right, up, down, green, blue, people are just like, you gone too far, buddy. Yeah. And I, I agree with free speech. I, I'm just referring, I'm, 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 I'm referring to like, you know, yes. uh, him getting banned by like all the socials and yes. the payment processors and things yes, like yes, that. Yes, that's crazy. That, that's like, what when, I'm referring to. Why do okay. payment processors start intervening? Bingo. That's where it gets yeah. a little weird. Yeah, Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The payment oh, yeah. processors? Oh, yeah. The dude had bank Stop accounts it. closed. They were yeah, freezing yeah. his assets. It was yeah. crazy. No, for Alex Jones. Yes. For Tate as well? That has happened to Andrew and his brother. They're freezing his credit card processing and bank accounts? They've Payment processes have, have rejected him. Too. Yep, payment, wow. payment processes have canceled his accounts. Banks have canceled their accounts with them. It's and but th- these guys are res- these guys create new ones all the like these guys are a resilient team. They have a whole team of guys that help get around these issues. But it's like think about that for a second. If, if everyone who's kind of who doesn't think yeah. this is a big deal, if they don't like your opinions, they will take your bank account away. 
That's crazy. Ooh. This is what we're dealing with. Yeah, this we is saw what happened in Canada with the truckers. You're exactly. familiar with that story? That's why this is actually a very important fight for yes. people to pay attention to. Because if, if you say something that the powers that be do not deem appropriate, mm-hmm. do not deem in line with the narrative they want to p- portray, they're going to take away mm-hmm. your bank account. Especially if it's not divisive. Like, and, I, and, yes, I all, and I'm all, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I am black. People going to go for it. But what was happening in BLM was mm-hmm. okay because it was more divisive. Now, regardless of what side you lay on that argument or whatever, it's definitely divisive. You could say that. But with the truckers in Canada, yes. that was a situation where everybody was all in cahoots with each other. There mm. were guys doing the right thing because they felt like something was unjust. And because of that fact, and it had something to do with the economy, they mm-hmm. had to shut it down. BLM was allowed to do whatever they wanted to do for months and months on end, but there, nobody was shutting down their accounts. But when it comes yeah. to the people in Canada, because they're talking about the mass, mm-hmm. when it comes to um, when it comes to Andrew Tate, Alex Jones is that you know whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's because it's it's not divisive. Anytime it's divisive, they allow it to just go. They Absolutely, land, just run. this Absolutely. is the problem. Even that- on the on even with arguments on the right, anytime the people on the right come up with the argument that's divisive, they just let it fly. This is the pro- and This is how politics work, and this is how I think uh, scales get tipped. The problem is. We all know that, um, I mean, this isn't a political podcast, so, but um, I'm going to get political for a second. We all know that 45% of people are voting left and 40 people are voting right, and basically 10% of the independents control the country. That's just how it works. Where ta- we're, 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 um, the scales get tipped is when you say, as a Republican, yeah, I can't support what Donald Trump is doing. Okay. I can't support that. Whereas you, as a Democrat, say, yeah, Joe Biden's not doing a good job, buddy. I don't know mm-hmm. what to tell you, mm-hmm. okay? Whereas me, as someone who has not been someone to maybe kind of put his foot into, I'm saying, you can't cancel a guy like this. And I, okay, is when is when your own team starts disagreeing with you, that's when people are like, this just doesn't make sense. Yeah, This just doesn't make sense. And again, I didn't, I'm not a Donald Trump supporter. I fully think you should not ban the president of the yeah, United yeah, States. It yeah. sets a horrible president. It does. Precedent. 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 Pre- exactly. Wordplay. Exactly. Right, See, right. as a rapper, you could appreciate right, that. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, there's nothing, I'm trying to get as like woke as possible as I say this. There's nothing I've heard him say that I think is cancelable. Donald Trump, okay. not at all. No, no, I'm talking about Tate. What oh, was Tate. what was the reason they canceled him? Yeah. What was the reason they what took there this Instagram account? There was a video. And this is I, my opinion. I've seen the video, but is the it? video has been online. Yes. What was the reason that they had to take away his current Instagram? And why did YouTube end him? Too? I would love to why know if there was a full-on these, reason. Yeah. Why did all of these companies just work in cahoots? Nobody well, thinks well, that's a little cause odd. Because they, they always work in cahoots. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But nobody thinks that's a little odd. Yeah. Huh. You know, well, you think about all, all the as far as I'm all, as if I'm maybe I'm wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure all the head offices of Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter are all within a few mile radius of each other in San Francisco. San they're Fran- all in Silicon Valley, yeah, yeah. 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 of course. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, they're on, you group know, chats. that they're on a group like, chat, yeah. yeah, like you know, that they're on a group chat, like come on, yeah, think about it. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you, Tate. Fresh and Fit, Justin Waller are on a group chat because yeah. that's your squad. That's yeah. your crew. Yeah. Me, Pat, Mario, are, we're on a group chat. Mm-hmm. You know that the big tech companies, whoever's running Twitter these days, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, whoever's running TikTok in America, like you're on a group chat. What's mm-hmm. up? Dinner this Tuesday night. Hey, guys, I just canceled Andrew Tate, whatever. Oh, oh shit. What do you think? They, ha- they, they That's their squad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
and they they don't care if you're black or white or Asian yeah, or whatever it may be. They're in it for the well. money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so yeah, they are all in competition, but they all probably have the same political agenda. I would imagine. They, so, com- I think they do. Go ahead. But, but if they're in competition, wouldn't wouldn't one want to keep them because they would get well, all one, of the well, views? Well, one has Rumble. Mm. And and also a yeah, part but of that. all the rumble and uh, parlor and um, these these are these are this these are like the B this is the B yeah. squad yeah yeah, yeah, but, yeah okay yeah. this is this yeah. is the B squad look yeah. this is I I'm not gonna say, sit here and pretend I'm privy to Andrew's entire plan uh, but this we have currently just gotten through gone through part one of a three part plan that Andrew has yeah, well, according mm. to his video that was that, part that was yes. literally part one mm-hmm. so. A big when you have a he's, Andrew's literally the most Googled man on the planet right now. That's literally the most Googled man. Which I think is so genuine. I love yes, that. Yeah. But I think one of the biggest one of the most powerful things that Andrew is trying to do right now, and if if he pulls it off, this will be this will be game changing, mm. is because he has the the public's attention right now, he has now moved him his his social media presence onto Rumble and Ghetto. Oh. And Rumble oh, and, and Getter, and yeah, Getter so. right? If Andrew can move giant swathes of the population mm-hmm. onto these platforms, yeah. well, that breaks up the monopoly that all these big social media companies have. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can actually cause a really significant shift, that's powerful. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I just, but why wouldn't it's a not going to work, though, that, though? Like, yeah. people, Why wouldn't a like, big company want that? Because they're, they're all... Mm-hmm. Be- in this coach, well, like all, all of them, they all have the same ideology, and that ideology is but not. But they're in competition is, too, no. But it's, their ideology is not based around free speech. Yeah, it really, it fundamentally isn't based. So, around free speech. so my okay. que- my question is this: by me having never seen a piece of his content and seeing that he got unanimously canceled from every social media platform, the major yeah. ones, um, what is the greater agenda here? Was it that his content was speaking? About a lot of the same stuff we're speaking about yes. in terms of like masculinity mm-hmm. and, and yeah. so 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 that means that so what we are saying and for everyone watching this is that the greater agenda that's clearly at play here, even if it's not being spoken, is that there's this dynamic shift to where women should women are being like like pushed up by the powers that be to become the dominant forces in society, mm-hmm. the leaders of relationships, mm-hmm. the, the 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 leaders in you know in in every sense of the word when you talk about uh, hierarchies and families, and that should scare all of us. Yeah. Because yes. if you're a Christian like me, that's unbiblical. You know what I mean? So you're sitting here like, whoa, that's not what's up. You know what I mean? If you're even if you're not a Christian. Just in general, there are so many holes in whatever argument women try to have to say, well, hey, we should be the leaders of of society because of this, or we should be the breadwinners inside a family because of this. There's so many holes in that argument because it's like we want to be leaders with an asterisk next to it, except for in all of these different ways. Mm-hmm. So it's not real leadership, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's That should scare people to the point where I think that the word feminist, uh, you know, ultimately, that should scare people. Yes, yeah. I think that's the word that should scare people instead of like these these views. So, so basically, we've reached a point in society where the word traditionalist scares people. Yeah, 
But the word feminist doesn't scare people. Well, and, and, it's, and they say they're for equality, but the name in and of itself is inherently biased. There you go. Feminism. Yeah. There you go. That says it there. And, but people don't pay attention to the financial incentive that they have for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why you want to prop women up over men, especially if you're a big social media company and women are threatening to not use your social media if this guy isn't gone. It's because women buy things. Mm-hmm. So like 65% of all the consumer debt, women. When you look at, uh, in terms, I actually just looked at a study a couple days ago that shows yeah. that women are two times more respo- uh, responsive to ads shown to them on social wow. media. So they're the ones making all the purchases. So what you have to do is pander to women and tell them that they're right all of the time. Happy, happy, happy. Mm-mm. So that they keep giving you money. So there's a financial, a huge financial incentive for a lot of this stuff. Like you look at feminism and wanting women into the workplace. Mm-hmm. Who benefits from that? Mm-hmm. You, you got women going into the work, uh, workplace. That means that that's going to stagnate. Uh, that's going to stagnate wages because there are more workers. Anything there's more of, there it tends Supply to be worthless. Yes, right. of course. So and, so you have that factor, but then you also have two times the people that you can tax. Bingo. So there's a huge financial incentive, and companies, by and large, have always uh, have always kind of judged up the pop culture in order for long financial gain. Mm-hmm. Like it Cosmopolitan, the, the the leading journalist of Cosmopolitan literally came out and said word for word verbatim that she was a propagandist. She was paid in the 90s when Cosmopolitan was the most influential magazine for women. She was paid to lie about facts, data, and statistics mm-hmm. to promote a more sex in the city lifestyle. Oh, you can wow. literally look that up. Yeah. And it's because it sold more magazines and it made women buy more things that were in the magazines. Yeah. So yeah. the same party going on with the social media stuff. Trey, you hit the nail on the head, bro. Mm-hmm. And anytime that there's like a you know, CSI, cold mm-hmm. case, whatever, it's like, what's the motivation? And in America today... FTM, yeah. follow the money, baby. Yeah, it's wow. Okay, what's happening right here? Why are people getting canceled? Yeah. What's the agenda? What's going on right here? You talk about corporatism, and they mm-hmm. want women in the workplace. That's why so many corporations are basically saying, "We'll pay for you to have an abortion." Oh, your state outlawed it. We'll pay for you to go to another state. Right. Oh, we'll and talk about incentive packages and perks. Freeze your eggs, girl. We'll yep. pay for that. All good. We want you working, girl. We want more when more women working. Yeah. Okay, and then the more that men are pushed down in society, who the hell's gonna fight back? Traditionally, it's the men Bingo. that fight back when hey, I don't like this. Cancel them. Put a muzzle on them. Up, yep. uh, 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 band, shadow band. So that's exactly what's happening yeah. right now. We're okay? in like a situation where. People forget that these companies have no loyalty, They're like to a place. When back in the day, Their loyalty when, is the green. When yeah. Rothschild okay. had a had a, a a factory in Detroit, he was going out taking pictures with people, handing out dimes because he wanted a good public, you know, image of himself because he cared about those people and he wanted them to like him because those are the people working in his factories. With globalization, these factories are all the way somewhere. Who cares? And these people, they have no loyalty to the places that they practice business yeah. in, so they can extract all the resources by funding all this propaganda when you got women in the workforce now nobody's home to cook so now we're more likely to eat mcdonald's mm-hmm. you know let's whatever get our, mat, so our men fat and lazy right. and let's get our women paid and let's so, see how society right. changes so when you see all of this happening and it's completely obvious but nobody's doing anything about it you got to look for the money that's, that's the only thing that makes FTM. sense FTM. Like, what, what fundamentally what and what's andrew's message right it, to men is yeah. be capable yeah be st- strong both physically and mentally yeah right brotherhood find like yep. a band of brothers to work together, to grind together, to achieve success. Yep. That simple message mm-hmm. yeah. is somehow dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And be now. tenacious. Right. Have tenacity. Tenacity. 
Exactly. To not, that's to, a, to not that's get a, to not get bullied around. And not get bullied mm. around. Right. I mean, you look at Andrew's response is perfect to it. He ain't letting himself get bullied. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. And that kind of should kind of scare people when you see that. Okay, a, a message as positive as that yeah. is mm-hmm. considered controversy, controversial, bannable. Mm. What does that tell you? That tells you that the powers that be don't want men to be strong and competent yes. and capable and able to think independently. Dang. They want you to be a, a slave. They want yeah. you to be plugged into the system, be a good little sheep, yes. do exactly what you're told, wear the mask, take the jab, Bro, yes. do this, it's, do that. And I, I'm, in, I'm in the music industry. I'm a rapper. So when I think about even hip-hop and I think about the female artists that get promoted and they get like shoved to the forefront of the mainstream nowadays, it's the women who promote this I run this. Yeah. I'm, you know, what I'm saying, like, like instead of it being like, oh, this dude had sex with me or something. It's no, I chose, I, I had yeah. it with him and his boy the next day and whatever. Yeah. It's almost like I wear the pants. I do this and Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, yeah. City, City Girls. Girls. There you go, bro. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Literally, shoot, Nicki Minaj, throw her in there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and the thing is, the people who are consuming this and eating this up don't realize Megan Thee Stallion is in a committed relationship. Um, Nicki Minaj is married. Beyonce talk all this independent to the yes. left, to the mm-hmm. left. Guess what? Jay Z cheated on you. You still with him? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. y'all still together? You married? Yeah. It's like they're promoting this and they make this music that reaches all these women and fills their mind up with. Yeah, I don't need no man. Yeah, first time a yeah. dude act up, I'm gonna kick him. You know, to the curve and da da da. And these women aren't even living that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Megan Thee Stallion promoting Hot Girl Summer. Meanwhile, she's wifed up with a dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, she ain't, no, she ain't living no Hot Girl Summer. And it's sad because I see it in the music industry. I see it mm-hmm. in in the just the culture. It, it creates this this masculine, aggressive type of woman. Like, like these fans that are consuming this, they go out here and they're like, yeah, we're going to go pull some dudes today. We're going to go fly out to Miami and yeah. go find which dudes we want. And we're going to have our way with them. And it leads to these women who are like, playing these games and they're just not soft anymore they're not submissive anymore you know what i mean even their definition of sexy my thing is like if you're too like aggressive and too like ah like that's not even a turn on to me you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i want to feel like a lion i want to feel like the man who can go and attack and 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 be be the one that's pursuing you these women who just bro they just got life effed up right now man. i guess here's the question and this i mean we're this is such a powerful conversation we're having right now what's worse for society that's the mm-hmm. question mm-hmm. a strong masculine man like andrew tate saying guys don't get pushed around don't take no for an answer you got to be tenacious you got to make something from your life calling out losers he calls out people that hang out with you know if you're becoming a loser your network is yeah. your net worth men you need to step up yeah you know and if you do step up and if you do create this life for yourself and you can't and you do become a high value man yes maybe you can have multiple women okay or and like that's the controversial part, but mostly empowering men or women female rappers saying Fuck everybody you want. Get the bag. Mm-hmm. You don't need no man. Just toxic advice for women yeah. that goes counterintuitive to what women have always known. So mm-hmm. cancel What's both of society? them. If you're going to cancel one, cancel the other. Jackpot. Can- can- cancel cancel I don't think any not. of them should be canceled. Yeah. Women, yeah. Like, what's wor- cancel none. What's cancel none. worse right. for society, though? It's deliberately divisive. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. deliberately trying to divide men and women and make them combative instead of complementary mm-hmm. to each other. Mm. It's it's mm-hmm. like once you just step back and like open your eyes a little bit, it's so obvious. Mm. Yeah. Because 
it, a population that's divided is easier to control. Yes. Mm. Like, if, if America is unfortunate, and, you know, I've had this experience traveling through Eastern Europe, like, Eastern European countries are very, are very stable, safe mm-hmm. places that are, that are basically on the same page. Mm-hmm. The whole country, to a degree, you know, obviously you have left and right politics, but the, there's a sense of pride, you know, in being mm-hmm. Polish. There's a sense of pride in being Romanian for Romanians. They look yes. after their own, mm-hmm. right? Poles look after Poles. Romanians look after Romanians. Yes. Americans are so divided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a shame because I love this country. Mm-hmm. And, but just, just seeing how at each other's throats they are, and especially how at each other's throats now men and women are, yes. it's real tragedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but that, it's important to understand that's done deliberately. Mm-hmm. It's done deliberately. So you're, if a population is too focused on... The drama back and forth. What? Whose dick Cardi B sucked this week, or you know whatever, whatever Will Smith did this week. Mm. When the population is focused on bullshit like that, then you can just sweep in a whole bunch of legislation under the rug mm-hmm. that allows Thank inflation you. to yes. to. They want you dumb, rocket. fat, and lazy, and, and sitting and watching Netflix. They don't want you being in tune no, with what's no, actually it's happening. Crazy. Go ahead. Were you? No, no, I'm done. No, but it's crazy because like throughout human history, there's always been people that have been kings, conquerors. Big, uh, bigots, whatever, dictators, whatever you yes. want to call them. They've been born and they said, we're going to go north and kill everybody in that direction yes. for no apparent reason, just because they have the desire to conquer. Yes. Those people still exist. They just own tech companies. <laughs> Those people still exist and wow. people forget. They it, But now they have the technology to actually complete their mission. Mm-hmm. Before, when you had Genghis Khan on horseback, who never lost a single actual war until he died, <laughs> You know, he's only limited to what he can do. Hitler tried to take over the world with the with a country the size of like what Dakota, and he actually almost did it if it wasn't for America kind of stepping in and helping a little bit. So now you got these new people that still want to conquer the world. They just have a different way to do it, and they have a technological advantage to actually do it. And while people are talking about what bathroom we can go in, there are people making <laughs> <Yeah>. decisions <laughs> that are going to dictate the direction that humanity goes in forever. Yes. When you talk about artificial intelligence, when you talk about all these, like it literally just brings chills to me when I think about this stuff that people aren't even aware of, these where, the direction that we're mm-hmm. going. When we talk about either we're going to be a part of this machine thing in terms of technology or away from it, there are people making that decision right now mm-hmm. while we're just distracted. Another really Im- important thing to, to focus on is a lot of the, f- the, the blowback that mainstream media throws at Andrew is that his message is resonating with young boys. Yes. He's waking them up. He's waking up young men yes. who, are in, mm. who are in school, mm. right? The, the powers that be do not want men to wake up. They don't, no. they don't want young boys to start thinking for themselves mm. because then they might actually become competent and, and useful. We just had a whole generation right? of young men that were just going to kind of sit around and listen to whatever we put exactly. on right. TikTok. Join, and yeah. Now there's this dude telling them, no, don't follow what the women are telling you to do. They do were, something different. They're going to live in the metaverse. They were going to eat bugs. They were going to live in a pod. And then Andrew came along and threw a spanner in the works. Yes. And now they're not going to live that way. Yeah. They've seen a lifestyle that they want to emulate. So, so, being, so being solution-oriented, what I'm thinking is instantly, okay, and Andrew Tate gets canceled. But I think what we have to do as men, we may not all agree on every single detail of, of what, what masculinity looks like moving forward or having multiple wives and all that type of stuff. But by and large, the stuff that we do agree on, I think that we need to just make sure that we stay unified and stay pushing that narrative to people so that 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 new generation of young men that are coming up can still say, hey, one thing that I can tell that most of the men I looked up to, whether it was an athlete or a rapper or a, a, a podcaster or whether whoever it was, 
most men were unified around what it meant to be masculine and mm -hmm. what it meant to 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 behave mm -hmm. like a man, think like a man, and that's what I think we need to unify behind uh, moving forward. Because as I think about this new generation, I think that uh, the LGBTQ community often gets called bullies, right? Um, because it's like, oh, they they get together and they could cancel this, but I call them just being unified. And I think if there's anything you can pull from seeing that. I often talk about how in hip hop, people don't play. They don't use the F word in hip hop anymore, you know, and I'm not talking about F U C K. I'm talking about the other F word, you know, yeah. referring to, mm. to gays. They don't use that word anymore. Why? Because they know, oh, that community does not play. You mm -hmm. say that word and see if you have a career tomorrow, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? With women, women want to talk all this unification stuff, but at the end of the day, they can't even unify enough behind like are we tired of getting disrespected in hip-hop or are we ready to twerk to that same music yeah. tonight you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and the fact that women can't even unify behind that i think that it shows where there's unification there's power we see the powers mm -hmm. that be with the social media platforms they're choosing to unify to push a certain agenda so it's important you know big shout out to this podcast and to any other uh platform to where like i'm seeing that I never watched porn in my life before. You know, me and my bro hadn't met before today. I know you from some financial literacy stuff, but I'm yeah. seeing that we're unified behind the idea of masculinity mm -hmm. to a large degree, even if the details are slightly different. And that's important that we keep that unification yeah. moving forward. That's why they had to get rid of him because he was. that's what he was doing. He was putting men together into a hive mind where we could have our own thoughts. Gotcha. And when you talk to other men, you tend to get a little red pill because mm -hmm. that's just what it is organically. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we were in a situation where guys were giving their message and of course you want to destroy that because when you have strong moral men you have men that are capable of getting women once you have men that are capable of getting women those men are going to imprint those ideals on those women and then those women are going to then turn and imprint those ideals on children yep. so what you need to do is tell the woman to go work get rid of her guys going to slave and then you take the kids from right underneath them you enter you indoctrinate them with the you there's no such thing as gender stuff and so now they're just going to be sedated on drugs alcohol and they're not going to understand any parts of life but they're going to have uh they're going to spend a lot of money on you know lululemon leggings so mm -hmm. whatever well it's not i mean it it might work to an extent but it doesn't work long term mm -hmm. because of conversations like this mm -hmm. and again if it doesn't make sense, people aren't going to go along with it. People mm -hmm. like people can waver. Like, I'm not saying politically, but like, oh, yeah, there's that. Like, once enough people are like, yeah, this I just don't get it. Like, I don't get, you know, the, like the bathrooms. Like, this doesn't add up. Let me let me wrap up with using Tate's quote for this segment. We'll move on to our last uh, segment. Just his words: Men and women have different roles in society, but when we work together as a team and love each other, society is a better is better as a whole respect who's gonna disagree with that what's wrong with that um, <laughs> cool um we're gonna get to the super chats at the end uh but let's end on this story right here uh, tate if you see this we're thinking of you buddy and uh hopefully you're back on social media soon uh in other news uh this isn't so much political but it's a financial story but we're gonna touch on this and d1 is the man to speak to on this topic, I'm not sure if you're familiar with what Joe Biden has just done oh, yeah. with the student loan debt. Oh, but yeah. basically, uh, here's everything you need to know about Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness plan, which just went into law. 
And uh, you're going to understand why D1 is the perfect person to talk about mm -hmm. this. And we'll talk about how we met at a financial literacy conference where D1 was the keynote mm -hmm. speaker slash rapper. So mm -hmm. basically, here's uh, what's in this new student loan forgiveness plan and who it will help. So $10,000 will be erased if you did not receive a Pell Grant. A Pell Grant is basically for lower income people of society. $10,000... <laughs> Cut off, you're done, you don't owe that any longer. $20,000 if you did receive Pell Grants. So basically this is essentially addressing income inequality in America. The poorer you are, the more money they're going to give you and the more money they're going to erase. Um, so um, some technicalities here. Forgiveness, forgiveness only applies to those earning less than $125,000, which is basically 80% of America, okay? Um and the student loan pause, which has been basically in effect since COVID, is being extended one final time, quote unquote, because you never know they could change it again. But the the student having to pay your student loans is being federal student loans is being paused until the end of the year, until December thirty first, twenty twenty two. So here's the deal. Here's the bottom line. People are saying, all right, what's the freaking bottom line here? Twenty million Americans just went from having student loans to now having a zero balance. Wow. 20 million Americans, 43 million Americans overall will now qualify in some way. So 20 million Americans, okay, had student loan debt and now they got nothing. Zero. Okay. 10 to $20,000 erased. 43 million now owe significantly less. Okay. So um, there's been so many people that have been obviously googling this and trying to get on top of this that the entire federal student loan government website has officially crashed i don't know if it's up yet but as the time that we filmed the podcast it has crashed so obviously some people are going to be freaking pissed okay who's pissed people that paid back their student loans yeah. right maybe people that wrote songs about paying <laughs> <Right. laughs> back their student yeah. loans people that didn't go to college because they didn't have the money have the money and yeah. they didn't want to wow. take out the loans wow. and how about just the general taxpayer who's like come on bro i'm getting crushed over question. here who now has the bill yeah what's yeah, that you got to put the american the general taxpayer exactly. now is lumped with that entire so, bill obviously people are pissed i have a question uh, though uh, yeah. oh, i'm Go. Okay, what? okay. <laughs> uh, the question was, so does this apply for just the people now? Or does it apply for people that are going to school next year? Because <laughs> school's about to Good question. get back and moving. That, that, like, does yes. that apply for them? That's probably the reason that the, student, the, the website is crashing. Because they're like, I haven't even enrolled yet. That's a great question. Right. It's like, I'm about to take out student loans. So now, because I'm 17 rather than 18 or 19 or... Yeah. Or, like, or I'm in school right now. A lot of questions to be answered. Some people are going to think, think it's fair and it's a, a um, life raft. And some people are going to be like, this is completely unfair. Uh, by the way, after mortgages, and I don't know how much mortgages, are, there's probably $10 trillion in mortgages. Student loan debt is the number two highest amount of debt in America. Um, $1.6 after that is auto loans in the trillion, in, uh, one point, I think, $2, 3000000000000 trillion. And then credit card debt is approaching a trillion. So the reason that we have the perfect person to talk about this, because someone here named D1 yeah. had a hit song called Sally Maybach, which yes. basically he talked about paying Sally Maybach. Yes. Okay, not driving a oh, Maybach. Oh, that's yes. a good play on word. Okay. Not paying Sally Maybach. Exactly. Yes. So the, the track uh, received critical acclaim. It was on... All the mainstream outlets, ESPN, I think, did an interview, CNN, Forbes magazine, yeah. 
The Washington Post called it the anthem of a generation. Yes. Maybe we can watch this a little bit real quick, and we'll yes. get D1's thoughts on the student loan forgiveness on the other side. And right. this was in what? 20... 2016. 2016. It changed my life. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So the, the track uh, received critical... On all the mainstream outlets, ESPN. Pause it for a second. We're hearing our voice and the video. So how can we just get? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. In 2013, a non-refundable check for 125. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I finished. I finished. I finished. I finished. kidding me yeah shout out to d1 bro shout out to fincon that was basically where yeah, we met he was the met. keynote speaker yeah he performed that song that's 2017 that was right yeah. after the year that you had yeah so yeah. brother how you feeling knowing yeah. that that songs that changed your life yes and now with the breaking news that basically 20 million americans are gone down to a zero balance and you paid sally may back i literally did man so i know that feeling that i know the feeling that 20 million people feel right now yes. being like wait my student loan debt is gone like Bro, I have goosebumps right now right. just saying it because I remember the day I got that email saying that my whole loan was paid off and I was like, yo, like this, I've never felt like this before. Like I feel amazing right now. So that feeling right there is kind of the new American dream in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And it's sad to say, but the new American dream is getting out of student loan debt for a lot of us. Or just becoming debt free. The, debt you know, free. The, yeah. You guys can speak of this. Slavery these days is just being it's enslaved debt. by yeah. institutions, whether yeah. that's financial institutions or tech institutions. Yeah. Putting a muzzle over your mouth or being chained to a student yeah. loan debt. So it, it was crazy. I signed a record deal. And when I signed a record deal, I got a big advance. You know, you get a, you get a mm -hmm. big check. At the time, it was the biggest check I had ever seen in my life. And... The first thing I instantly thought of, thankfully, was not to go buy a bunch of jewelry or go buy a bunch of cars. It was to pay all my student loans. How off. sick is that, guys? So I used I used the chunk sick I used a chunk of my advance to pay off Sally Mae and finish paying my student loans off. And then for those who don't know the backstory, mm -hmm. after I paid the loan off, I made that song Sally Mae back. I'm signed to RCA Records at the time, right? Big record label in New York City. 
I make this song and I go fly up there and play the song for him. I'm like, yo, y'all, no rapper has ever made a song about paying off their student loans before. I just paid them off. Like, this is going to be amazing. I, I guarantee you it's going to captivate millions of people. They didn't believe me. They were like, oh, this is corny. Nobody's trying to hear somebody rapping about student loan debt. So they, 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 they hated the song. They said, we're not pushing it. I took my own money. We shot that video back in New Orleans. I put it out on my own. And when that song started going viral and getting millions and millions of views, not only did it lead to a bunch of press, it eventually led to an actual partnership with Sally Mae. So How cool I went that? from having to pay Sally Mae back to Sally Mae paying me. Damn, and we had a multi-year partnership. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that and that literally, I mean, honestly, Central Link. That just uh uh, I mean, just to be you know humble about it, mm -hmm. that partnership. That's how I know that. That's how I know that, you know, God is real. Is because yeah, like what I was able to do with that song and because of that song, I, it put me in a different financial situation than I would have ever been in prior to that. And I didn't try to. Wow, what is this? Can I, bro? Can I, I don't know if you ever even saw this, brother. What the heck? Okay, so I don't know if you could start at the beginning. So you said you inspired people. Yeah. Okay, what year was this? This was. Bottom right, I should say it. Just under oh, right. 2018. Okay, so 2018, September. we met in 2017. Okay. Right? So um, I became a quote unquote millionaire in 2016, and that's when I started this show. Uh -huh. uh, do we have volume on this? Yes. Let me tell you how much you inspired me, brother. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Student loan paid off mm. in the amount of. What was that amount again? Ten thousand. Don't forget that ninety-nine cents, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Sally Mae. <laughs> Oh, this calls for a celebration, all right. <laughs> yeah. We pay a solid baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know about that song from D1? Uh, no. Sorry. It's okay. I'll get with D1 on that one. <laughs> I'm here with D1. Save that money. So, uh, boom, I paid off all my student loans, one check, 10 grand. I don't know. I probably owed 20 grand. And yeah. then nice. this is the type of stuff that you're doing for society. So people out there with student loans, it's a lot of Man. opinions out there, but nothing feels better than actually working your ass off, paying your dues, making money, and paying off what you owe. Yes. Yes. People yeah. want free money these days. Of course, who doesn't want the government paying for the goddamn yeah. student loans? But Thanks. That's that's accomplishing something. What I was able to accomplish, what you were able to accomplish, you had to grind it out, and I had to cut a check for yeah. ten grand. You had to become a rapper to get that money to cut that check. Bro, I had to cut that check. If you're just taking, you know, the easy way out, God bless. Facts, and you have to prioritize. You have to know your wants versus your needs. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I had to sacrifice some things. Uh, 
you know, I had my whole city like, bro, you just signed a big record deal. What new car are you going to buy? And when I pulled yeah. back up in New Orleans in a 1998 Honda Accord, <laughs> they're like, wait, what happened? Like, yeah. where's the new car at? You know, yeah. they're like, where's the new jewelry at? And I'm like, nah, you might not see it in my car and in my jewelry, but yeah. I, I owe the I owe Sally Mae zero at this zero. point. I paid them off. And that right there makes it to where my income that I'm making doesn't have to get dispersed mm. with that high interest rate on top of it. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah, bro, just reprioritize. And that's been a big uh, reason why I became a rapper is to redefine what success looks like. Being debt free, that's the definition of success. Respect. You have any quick thoughts on this before we wrap uh, up? With the. Uh, with Sally Mae and everything. Well, and we just, I mean, you know. yeah, I, I personally, as far as the video, fire. Uh, the music, fire. But if you're talking about just the student loan debt in yes. general, I mean, come on, man. I, I think it's a get out of jail uh, free card for people mm -hmm. who are already financially in a position to to be able to go to college in the first place. I don't think it affects the, the the lower class how they want it to because most of the people that go to college are already middle class. Yeah. So, you know, I, I and, and like Sterling said, the bill is just passed. Now I got to pay the bill. Yeah. I'm paying Sally May back again. So Ooh. it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, it, I mean, we need another yeah. sign. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but you know, it is what it is. I People got free money and people are happy about it. I understand why they would be happy about it, but I don't think that they understood that it was probably just a political play because Joe Biden's throwing things at the wall. Mm -hmm. He he's he's let's stop it he's he's joe biden uh but and, and he just needed a way to get some votes he thought how can i inspire the youth let's yeah. just give the money so yes. you know ain't that the way we solve every problem nowadays yeah. of course i think that's kind of like that people should be kind of insulted mm -hmm. by it that that joe would be like all right i can just throw money mm -hmm. at them and they'll give me a vote like mm -hmm. are, are you really that easy to buy I mean, really? it's like strip. It's like strip culture. You know what mm. I mean? Stripper culture. I can throw money at them, and you know, and they'll just they'll 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 be like, "Oh, I'm gonna entertain you. I'm I'm loyal to you because that's where the money is coming from." Yeah. It, it just shows that you throw money at most Americans, and mm -hmm. it's just like, "Oh yeah, I don't care what you stand for, yeah. whatever. You throw money at me, I'm loyal to You're you." You're my man. Yeah. And We're that's all strippers and, now, I guess. But the, the thing is, like, yes. anytime there's money involved, you gotta pay attention to what's on the other end. Of yeah. it. Hey, people ain't gonna just give you money ever. Yeah. Anytime yeah. you see anything exactly. where you're getting free money, there's always some. No such thing as a free lunch. Wherever mm -hmm. this money no. ends up, this I think it's three hundred billion. Yeah. That because they didn't cancel the full one point two trillion or one point five trillion. It's a specific amount. You know, but uh, you know, not to get all political. He did run on this message that's, about that's canceling why he did it, bro. ten thousand yeah, dollars. So that's why he did it. Is he wants to say, hey. I didn't break my promise because I ran yes. on this as one of my yes. campaign items that was yes. at the top of the list. Like, yo, I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna cancel some student loan debt. So now he's like, hey, just make sure y'all know that I'm a president that was a man of my word. And that's yeah. I think that's a big reason why. And as I keep looking at Sterling, bro, isn't it true that like in Europe, they don't even have student loans, huh? Uh, I don't know about the education system in Europe. I know in Australia, like uh -huh. we the way they do it in Australia is like you don't pay anything up front. It's a non, at the, at the time I went to university, there's no interest on the loan. Okay. And it sits there. And then once you make mm -hmm. over a certain amount per year, mm. then they deduct a, a little bit from your pay every check. We need that to take sense. notes, bro. We yeah, need to be sense. taking that's notes. How they, that's how they do it bro. in Australia. Um, mm. And oddly enough, that they it's only on income that you make within Australia. So every penny I make in America, they don't see. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, so this, obviously this is, 
I mean, controversial topic. Is it good? Is it bad? A lot of people are going to be appreciative of this. Some people are going to be pissed about this. I, I think, but it's a happy I, day in America for a lot of people. For twenty million people, apparently. I think it's going to piss off a lot of people because there's a whole bunch of people who got degree or signed up for degrees they shouldn't have signed up for, like a gender studies degree, for yeah. example. Yes. That they were never going to be able to pay the, the debt off anyway. Yes, they were, and and now they're absolved of that shitty decision. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to yes. piss a lot lack of people of off. Yeah. Yes. Well, massive yeah, lack of accountability, accountability there, right? Ah, <sighs> tough thing. Anyways, let's end on a happy note. Yeah. This is this part of the show which we call the happy ending, right? You can cool. appreciate I can that. Appreciate that. So um, basically, we're at the end of the show. Um, by the way, do you want to do before we get to the happy ending? Do we have any super chats? Because uh, we do have some super chats. Okay, go super chats. Go do your little chat. message for the world, Natalia. Let's do it. And then we'll have everybody give their final thoughts on the happy ending. Cool. Cool. Uh, <laughs> we have Aram um, Kirk, uh, five dollars. Thank you. What you guys advice for? What are your advice for a divorced forty four year old man that has a girlfriend that uh, does everything that you guys mentioned, but her body count is high? Ooh, that's a good. One. By the way, save that question for okay. the show that we're going to be doing on Fridays okay. in a couple of weeks. We're launching a Q and A Q&A show. So read the comments because we don't have time to answer all the questions. Save your questions. The lovely Natalia Del Valle sitting over there and your boy Adam Sauce are going to do a Friday show answering all your questions. So let's just let's get the panel out of here. I'm sure people got to use the restroom. We've been doing this for a little over two hours. Um, so read the rest of the mm-hmm. comments and we'll get some final thoughts. Then we have a Viking uh, paragram. Um, Resist the Slave Mind from Andrew Tate. Uh, we have another one. Andrew Tate should... Uh, run for president this will drive the whole establishment nuts uh then we have another one that says uh thoughts on the quote right person wrong time and then the last one from zet tense fifty dollars thank you um there was a uniformity uh in what masculinity was because fathers forged their sons into men and thus pass onto mantle of the man with understanding of the burden and responsibility those men must bear from manhood until death iron sharpens iron awesome who was that person and that was zen tenants fifty dollars thank you zen respect zen. last message natalia uh last message i think we had a really good uh podcast today i think it was really good to get different perspectives um also to get you know, D1's like first take and you can kind of see just like I think today we were able to show, you know, everybody that naturally a man's mind goes to these things. Mm. And even though Andrew, like I think Andrew Tate was canceled because of maybe how he was delivering the message, because I always tell I tell my girlfriends this: if you listen carefully and you don't get offended, you can catch you a man you want. So just be mindful and don't get so offended because they're talking like this and the short clips are here because if you listen to the morals and things that men really want, it's really what women want to do. Mm. So, you know, I think today was a really good podcast to get three different, four different men in different areas of their life. Some were raised similar. Um, but how you guys all can come together and have this agreement when it comes to, you know, these topics, especially when somebody's so known like Andrew Tate, who is essentially, you know, promoting good in the world um but maybe he wasn't delivering it the way that the world liked it you know you guys came together and were able to do it i would say in the way women like it because i i personally agree with what you guys are saying and i i'm on the bandwagon i guess you could say there she is um so aside from that i had a really great time today so thank Thank you you and now if you didn't like anything that all these three gentlemen had to say today or your boy sauce had to say Give a like for what Natalia just had to say. Are you kidding me? Beautiful, intelligent, personable, and look at that smile. Yes. And it's real. It's real. Real teeth. Real teeth. Real hair. Real fingernail. Okay. We won't go there. 
Anyway, guys, this is what we call the happy ending, and this is where we want to hear the final thoughts for our prestigious guests right here. Uh, you've got a camera. You've got a bunch of people watching. How many people live right now? We've got over uh, 1,300 we got, watching. We've got, we got a, over 1,000 people. Don't get too excited with don't the camera. He's like, camera? <laughs> <laughs> Natural. natural. Okay. <laughs> With that being said, you've got a camera, a bunch of people watching. What do you want people to take away from you, mm. and what do you want to be known for? What's your message? Go ahead. The Porn Man's Podcast. By the way, make sure that his description, all these YouTube descriptions are below. Below, subscribe, support our people on the channel, and they will support you with content. Trey, the Porn Man's Podcast. What would you like to say? Oh, I guess if I just had to say like one thing that I wanted people to take away is I think that strong families build strong communities. Strong community, strong states, strong state, strong country. So uh, everybody is in this together, regardless of what you believe po politically or whatever it may be. We are all Americans, or I guess you probably have an international audience. Yeah, but well, either we're way, Americans. yeah, we're either America. way, yeah, we're in America, America. and it's yes. all about unity. So we yes. need, you know, we need that synergy in order to move forward. Uh, and and let's not let the, let's let's not make it easy on these people, right? If if they want to take over, if they want to try to get us all in the metaverse, mm -hmm. if they want to try to let's let's not make it easy for them. Yeah. So strong families, better off financially, strong state, strong country. Mm -hmm. Respect, That's Sterling, that. beautiful. Look, I'd, I'd say that my message in general for men is that you can have control of your life, right? Because the, with the stuff that I teach, you know, having control over your uh, your manhood, having control mm -hmm. over the bedroom, right? Literal manhood. Literal manhood, yes. right? Like it's, to, for me, it's actually a metaphor for, you know, having control over your entire life. I think once a guy realizes he can control one of the most intimate parts of his body and his life, he can he sort of realizes, well, like, hang on, what else can I take control over? I can take control of my weight. I can take control of my finances. I can take control mm -hmm. of my relationships. And I think all these things tie in together. And I think one of the one of the really interesting things about this podcast, right? We've got two Christians, mm -hmm. other side of me, right? Mm -hmm. I I'm, I am not a Christian, in case people hadn't guessed that. But mm -hmm. like we don't fundamentally disagree on a lot. Yeah. Like we 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 fundamentally agree on like what we yeah. want from women, what we want Fake. for society, what we want for our family, strong mm -hmm. role models, strong men like our definitions of masculinity. And I think that, like you'd said, mm -hmm. is really interesting for people to see. Right. When I like to, it's like the idea of converging knowledge, mm. right? When you see people from completely different backgrounds yes. coming together to the same conclusion, like mm -hmm. overlapping, okay, maybe 80% of what we say is a little bit different, but there's that 10, 20%, which is exactly the same message. Mm -hmm. That's when you know you're getting to the truth. Mm -hmm. yeah. Real truth is when you see this converging knowledge. So I think mm -hmm. that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Respect. Thank you for that. D1. Yes. Man, I guess what I would leave everyone with is this. Um, you know, I live a very blessed life. Um, you know, I, I do well financially. I get to use my gifts and talents to rap and, and do public speaking and make music. That's a blessing to people go all over the world. I'm well-liked, well-respected, about to start going to Harvard in a week, always on tour and all this type of stuff. Um and my faith in God is really like what has led to this blessed life because I also know my worth. And when we're talking on this podcast today about how society tries to minimize us and, 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 and make us not be as valuable as we know we should be, it's never been hard for me to have a standard that I hold myself to or that I hold any woman that I'm going to be with to because I don't look any further than God's word. And I say, wow, um, whether someone is a Christian or not, like you said, for me, one thing it's helped to do is make my self-identity such that it's like I know that I will be the head of whatever household I lead. And I know that I'm a king. I know that I'm just valuable to the point where 
now that the trend is for women to try to maybe emasculate men or to try to want to be higher or be competing with men, I'm just like, I'm bulletproof when it comes to that stuff, you know, and that confidence that I'm able to walk around with and, and the, the blessings that I'm able to receive, you know, I do thank God for that. Um, just kind of like being able to cruise through life, really being comfortable in my own skin. And that's what I want for everyone who's watching this. Like, I want everyone to be able to feel like, I don't have to be 6'3 with a certain set of muscles. I don't have to be from here. I don't have to be poor to act like I came from the trenches, you know, in order to be considered a real man. I don't have to shoot somebody or sell dope to be considered a real man. At the end of the day, like, just be comfortable in your own skin. And for me, my faith in God has made it to where it's like, I'm going to be comfortable wherever I go. And whoever that's not enough for I know that they're not enough for me at that point. So I'm cool with saying, all right, I'll let you be somebody else's problem. Because me, I'm very comfortable with who I was made to be and how I'm living my life. So like I always say, be real, be righteous, be mm -hmm. relevant. It won't steer you wrong. Awesome, bro. Is anybody surprised that a rapper has got these type of linguistics <laughs> yeah. out there and spitting knowledge? You Nobody's surprised by this. Mm. So respect to you, D1. Um, yeah, I, I think, listen, guys, thank you guys for being here. I mean, respect. That's probably my favorite podcast yes. we've done. We've learned a lot of stuff. We weren't disagreeing. We weren't fighting. There's podcasts that maybe get more heated and more drama, but that's, I mean, like you said, Sterling, we've, we're going to agree a lot more than we're going to disagree. Uh, so respect you guys for being here and thank you guys for being here. At the end of the day, we do this for you. Okay. We sitting here, we're having a good time. We're here in South Florida. We're going to live our lives, but you guys are watching from all around the country, all the world. You're sitting here saying, damn, okay, these guys just dropped some knowledge. Apply what these very smart men and beautiful women are telling you. We talked about the 80-20 rule. 20% of you are actually going to listen and do something with your life to change your life, to improve. And 80% of you are going to be like, yeah, cool podcast. What's on Netflix? Yes. Okay? Be a part of the minority, not the majority. Okay? This podcast, the whole point is to bring finance and romance together so you can improve in your life, whether that's financially, whether that's sexually, whether that's physically, whether that's emotionally, whether that's, you know, sexually clearly, uh, but it's all about improvement. So we're here for you. We appreciate you being here. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you subscribe so we can keep doing more of this content. We do this for you. We'll see you guys next time. This is Valuetainment. We out. Peace out. Yeah. Peace out.